Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weeb Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Jess. And I'm Aaron. And yeah, welcome back. It's been a long while. Yes. <laughs> it's been a really long while. We skipped out on November and December for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're back, you know, upon a lot of stuff happened, so I guess, you know, I guess there's an advantage to that. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, I, I guess it's come to the point where we're just waiting. We're just kind of like. A, a perfect storm of things happen, uh, kind of mm. life stuff, and mm. you know we we there's this fear of running shit to talk about, running out oh, of yeah. shit to talk about rather. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it's like there's that underlying paranoia in you. It's like, oh my god, are we just gonna repeat the same topics all the time? Like, uh, we already do that shit like offline. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't see the stuff me and about. Nah, Didn't we talk about this like six months ago? <laughs> Didn't talk about this like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yet we still act like uh, yet we still kind of act like it's a new topic, regardless. I think yeah, that's I think magical, that. honestly. Uh, it's a testament to our conversations. <laughs> or we just forget what the hell we said previously. Short-term memory has its perks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, uh, I guess. One of the uh, first topics we want to touch about is like this is the thing me and Aaron like. I personally been hyped for. I've been playing video games, video games again. You know what a shocker! Just playing Ooh. video games. God damn, the world must be ending. <laughs> no wonder the world is ending. Actually, uh, boy, uh, here over in the Philippines is not the situation. Yeah, for the last few months, last year, it was kind of good. The situation wasn't that bad around October to December. Yeah, it was actually, it's actually come to the point where I can actually uh, go cycling for like uh, weeks on end, actually. Dude, we we any out a lot with with our other friends. Like, we had other friends, we we hanged out like a bunch of times with them. Yeah, that's kind of why we, you know, there's, there's the delay, there's that, you know. Uh, long hiatus. Yeah, we busy do- but like now, we're trying yeah. to make up for like lost time during twenty twenty, as mm. well. And but it yeah, was pretty lost. fun, actually. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. But now the situation is getting bad again. <laughs> the cases are booming and stuff like that. I think it's. I think it's come to the point where we ha- where it's going to be quite a cycle. Yeah, right? I think. Yeah, that's what's probably that's why people keep saying like we have to adjust that this is the new normal now, and we just have to work our way around it. I think I'll, I I think when people say new normal, we're still grappling on what it means, really. For me, it's kind of like you know coping with the situation the best we can. We kind of yeah. you know people just think that new like, normal like all right, we gotta wear a face mask, gotta wear, gotta get vaccinated. Yeah, it's, it's not just that. Anymore. Social it's distance. Like, yeah, it's like having to build around what's happening right now. Yeah. I think that's the biggest, like, my biggest takeaway for what the new normal is. Yeah, but enough like, of that oh. depressing uh, stuff. <laughs> like, yes, it's, it's we're already grappling with it. So I think a lot of us already know by now uh, what mm. we're, so, yeah. what's happening. Uh, mm. I, at least I don't want to delve into it too long. We can delve into it later, I guess. But uh, so what have you been playing lately? Oh. Uh, this the game my p I can finally consider my personality trait. Oh, shit. I've been playing Dark Souls. 
Alright, cut the stream. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm over this. This is going to be a Dark Souls stream now. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I recently, uh, you know, I played Dark Souls 3 like last year. Um, because, you know, I was looking for new games to play, you know, and I was on the market for like, you know, maybe, oh, I should try Dark Souls 3. It's been like, I, I wouldn't say it was in my backlog at all, but it's like, you know, I should try it. Like, it seems like a fun game. And then I did. And now I'm addicted to it. I would say addicted, but like, it definitely took up a part of my life. I mean, that's just the thing about those kinds of games, you know? It's like, mm. uh, the, you know, the challenge is what keeps you coming back, you know, overcoming yeah, a boss. It really is. Like, the, I, I won't lie, the first time I played, I was so nervous with what to do. Like, oh my god, I don't want to die. Like, I have so many souls, like, 6k souls that was a lot to me and then <clears throat> and the further i played it was like i was running around with like 16 18k souls and i'm like yeah i'm fine to lose these after a while it's like ah dying all right whatever just oh god damn it yeah it's got it's gotten to that point like where I, I just got used to you know having things that i'm willing to lose that's you know that's one of the things Souls teaches you. It's like it humbles you in a certain way because like it doesn't let you kind of uh, be attached to your kind of like uh, you know. With no, the it forces of souls you to you like, have. Yeah, it kind of forces you to be smart about what you're doing. You can't just like run around doing whatever stupid stuff you want because like now there's consequences because if I lose these souls, I won't ever I won't be able to like level up. And now I mean I, I get that right. Mm. It's like mm. teaching you the. Uh, it's like teaching you, like uh, you know, being you know strategic about uh, you know the way you approach the game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely because like oh my god, the first time, <laughs> but the first time I've ever beat a boss, I was like oh, like oh this I get it. <laughs> I think I I was talking to Aaron about this. Like the first boss I was bitching to him was like I think it was Abyss Watchers. Cause I died. I I think no joke. I died to that boss like twenty times. What what boss was that? I think it, that it was the best watchers. It was the, I think, one of the first major bosses you fight in Dark Souls Three. Ah, yeah. I died to that boss like twenty times, and it was like <laughs> I had to take a break. I'm like I, I can't I can't keep doing this. <laughs> then I went back the next day, and I won. And when I won, you won I was in like, like first oh. try. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my first try. It was my twentieth, and like when I no, did that, no. But I'm like, the next day, right? Oh, it's like you did mm. it in the first try. I did it for. I did it. Yeah, first try. It's like when my head cleared. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, what's up and with I that, won, right? Like, that, that's yeah, a so common weird. thing that happened to me as well. Uh, mm. Like I would call it a night, and then the next day, it's like, oh, well, that was easy. It's a breeze. <laughs> but yeah, it's so weird because like you know, and when I won, it's like, oh. It's, it's like that high. It's like, I, I get it now. I get why people like this. <laughs> it just clicks. It just clicks. And ever since then, I've been playing it. It's really enjoyable. And I just finished it around December. And I started in October. So, you know, it took a while. But, like, I grew, I grew to love the game. You plan on now, uh, finishing the trilogy? The, you know, it, two and one? Yeah, or, I actually play. I am actually playing two. Dark Souls Remastered, the first one right now. But I promised myself last night, I'll take a break. Like, I feel like I, I know the signs of me getting so into the game. 
I'm like, I think this is the sign. And I'm like, yeah, I gotta take a break. Like, I need to step away, not think about the game for a while. Yeah, it, it, I guess it's like, you know, it, some people w- could, you know, like, consistently play that thing for days on end. Mm, for days right? on end. But I guess some people just need a, need that break. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I need that break. And, like, it's fine. Like, I'm comfortable. I'm, like, at the point of the game where I'm comfortable. And I, like, oh, I'm not going to rush. Like, you know, I'm not rushing anything. I'm not. I'm not rushing anything, so you know. Gonna, like, yeah, this is a comfortable spot to stop for now. I, I don't know. I'm not too. I'm not too crazy. I'm not too enthusiastic when it comes to Souls-like games. Uh, it's not. It's just not for me. Uh, yeah, I get my, that. Because not... you know, it's a stress. I don't. I don't like stressful games very much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Which is but... kind of weird because mm-hmm. I I play. You know, I play other stuff like you know, Stalker. Which is yeah. basically so. Which is basically a so. You know, if you play like Stalker Anomaly on like the highest difficulty, it's basically like a fucking Souls game with how much <laughs> motherfuckers one shot you, especially at the oh, early how game. punishing it is. That's like one. It of the is. Best. It is pretty punishing, but after a while, it just peters out. It just peters out. It just kind of like it. It has that difficulty spike at the beginning, and then it just mm. kind of goes on. Get this used to lull. it. Because after a while, you get like the equipment. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's it. <laughs> like, no, I think, I think it's just, it's, I think it's because you know you're finally adjusting to the difficulty, where it's just like when you started, like, oh, this is impossible. But after you, like, I won't say you mastered it, but you like, you no, know, worked your way around it. Like, it's like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. It it, it it's like you get acclimated to the you know to what. To, you get acclimated to the game, to to what the mm. game throws at you. Yeah, you know, you play by its rules, and once you learn it, it's like it, there. That's where for me the fun part begins, where like you finally accepted the game's rules, and like oh, I can't play it this way, or I can't play it the way I would probably. I it wants me to play the way it wants me to play. Now the now the you know the kind of enlightened part of it is like. Once you know the, what the game, what the game's <laughs> rules are, and you bend it to your will, now that's like mm. some five head, uh, that's some five head moves right there. <laughs> uh, big when you start moves. exploiting, you know, like the flaws in the game, or you start glitching, you know, you start mm. glitching the game to get past a boss in order to kill it much effective, much quicker and more efficiently, without taking any damage or wasting any resources. Now that is like some awesome gameplay that i really lo- that really just uh that really just sticks to me yeah and, i get that and uh, and you know uh i was rev- and actually lately i've been revisiting like the early gta games so oh, i hey, were talking to me about yeah it. Like, i was you know i was of course i was really you know i was really i thought you it. were doing it to just despite the definitive edition yeah that too oh boy, you know, the, 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 oh, boy. when i started the definitive edition just came out and it was a shit show. Oh my so I was God. like, huh. if you guys, I, I feel like we're late, but it's it's still, f- <laughs> I think it's still relevant to talk about because like, yeah, it Rockstar is. really dropped the ball with the definitive edition. No matter how much they patched it, it's just gone. So I was like, huh, all right, well, you know, it's been is a it while. Back? Is it back in the Rockstar store? I uh, I don't think so. I think for PC users, I think it's back. But for you know the, but I think it's only in the Rockstar 
store. I think they have a store. Mm. I'm not sure if it's 100% back. I think it's just back for the people that bought Definitive Edition and got yeah, a broken-ass copy. Oh my god. If you guys... I'm pretty sure you guys are aware, but for the ones who aren't, my god, they tried to release all remasters. Uh, it was pretty impressive, remasters of like all the GTA 3 titles. It's a nice attempt on paper. On paper. It's like it's, a, it's smart. Like People love the GTA 3 era. Right, GTA Three, San Andreas, uh, Vice City, you know those are classics. It is. It is. Pro- Even to this day, it still holds up. It still holds up. Like San Andreas is still probably one of the best games there is out there. Like, but when it got released, the definitive edition, ew, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, it was well, basically. It, go uh, it was basically the mobile ports of each game. Mm. And basically I, I, putting a new coat of paint on it. I heard they ported it to uh actually didn't they like outsource that? They outsourced it, right. To yeah, a uh, third party studio. King company. That yeah, that made mobile games. Yeah, they they didn't make mobile games, but they made the mobile port of GDA San Andreas. Oh, now to wild. be quite fair, I played the mobile port of Vice City and it's three. Up. It's not, it's 3 was bad. the first one that came out, and it was pretty mm-hmm. fucking good. For mm-hmm. the most part, it was pretty good. There was little to no issues. It was like a one-to-one port. I played it mm-hmm. in, you know, when, back when we used to have the iPad 2. Mm-hmm. You can actually get it for, it's pretty cheap, like 6 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can get GTA 3. I, no, actually it was like 5 bucks, actually. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty good port. GFIC came out the, nec- the next, and it was pretty good as well. It even in you know even in like the Wild West that is Android with its multiple versions and hardware, it ran pretty well. Mm-hmm. But when GTA San Andreas come came out, suddenly it's like so fucking shite. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. It looked. I I I had cousins who had who were like playing it on mobile, and it's like oh, that does not. That it, looks the like characters have cheap. this weird shine to it, which yeah, that's exactly really felt it, gross. It's like it had this weird like. It looked glossy. It looked yeah. cheap. It it's lo- it looked like those mo- mobile ripoff of GTA games. The I'm not sure if you off. watch. Uh, there's this video with uh, Vadim M. Uh, I think mm-hmm. is the YouTuber. He released like the play by play, like each point on why the why the like the mobile port of GTA San Andreas is pretty fucking shit. Like each detail, like you know, like the How the hydra, you, like the hydra just. Working a little diff, just being uh, broken as hell, uh, especially with the camera. The Hydra is just broken compared to the original version. There's something like things like that. It's just you know, it's the little things, even just the big things that are kind of broken. But you're not gonna notice that unless you know you're deeper into the game. If you're like in depth, yeah, like ten, like, oh. like you're like five to ten hours in. <laughs> You're not gonna notice oh, that. Geez. You're only gonna notice it. I mean, in five to ten hours in. So yeah, it's like those guys are the same guys who made definitive edition. Definitive like, edition. Ugh. So no wonder, no wonder it came out the way it did. Came out the way it did. I wouldn't mind actually. Like the entire shit show of like what happened with the definitive edition. It was like yeah, it's an eyesore. But the fact that Take Two Interactive when I took down possibly one of the biggest GTA mods. Yeah, there was that was that really. I think I think I watched like Call Me Kevin. If you guys know that YouTuber, 
uh, he made a video about it, and he specifically stated that that was one of the biggest issues he had with like the what they did with the definitive edition, because they went after the modding community, which is like possibly one of the most stupid things you could do. Yeah, the community was striving. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, the community was thriving, thriving. Yeah, because like community is thriving GTA, back then. Actually, before this like, whole debacle. Sorry. Mm, Go on. It's like GTA. Like, there's a lot of mods for like GTA San Andreas alone, and it's like, you know, mods help keep like their sustainability and interest in you the, in your games. That's why we, modding is a set. I would say essential, but it's important to keep like. To have still have like life post like the campaign or something yeah i love gda mods man i i mm. i played the fuck out of gda underground oh, if you guys don't same. know i used to mm, yeah, yeah sorry if you guys don't know Actually. gda underground is like this very uh very uh how can i say this it's a very ambitious uh, ambitious yes it's a very ambitious project that aims to put all of these cities like liberty city vice city and san andreas even like even carcer city from manhunt and bullworth mm. from bully they Damn. they managed to put all of those in one map and you can fly or sail to eat any of those cities and each of them would have their own shop each of them would have the shops that you expect like the pizza stores the you know the uh, gun stores are mm. all there. Uh, there's even the weapons from each game that you can actually get. Though it has this weird bug in GTA Underground actually, where it gives awesome. you infinite ammo. <laughs> if you buy any of those, if you switch to any of those, like you got your, you got the San Andreas uh, shotgun, and you got and you bought the mm-hmm. Vice City one, it would give you infinite ammo, <laughs> and it would just not, it would Dang. just not the count the ammo counter. Will never update for some reason. That was a weird bug that I noticed <laughs> while playing it. So you basically get for like you, I got infinite a, ammo. I got in, I got an infinite ammo cheat without cheating, basically. <laughs> it was a it was a bug, but it was a. But yeah, I wasn't complaining. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make a bug report about no, it. No, that it's was a good a feature. What are you talking about? <laughs> So like, you know, it's not a bug; it's a feature. But yeah, I think underground is—it's uh, not—it's it's gone now. Yeah, they had to stop because of this. They uh, didn't—they didn't, yeah, didn't get taken down. As far as I know, they didn't get taken down. But due to the hostile environment that Take Two is, you know, like perpetrating, they had to stop. Yeah, it had to stop. Yeah, they essentially had to stop, right? Yeah. So anyway, back to you know, yes, back to you know, uh, my playthrough. I actually started with GTA Three, finished that, and then immediately went to Vice City, finished that, and then San Andreas, and then you know, after a few weeks, mm. finished that. I actually had a lot of fun. That was it was nice revisiting nice. that because I learned a lot, for you know, going about each game. Oh, right? I like of the a lot of the new details. Yeah, the new details. Mm. Uh, the, you know, the dirty jokes that flew over my head when I was a teenager. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, especially in Vice City. About... Mm. Yeah, especially in Vice City with the whole, you know, like, uh, film, uh, the whole film, uh, film studio that you can buy. Mm. Yeah, Which yeah. is basically you, uh, you know, like, 
which basically you're just being the producer of this new you know uh adult film mm-hmm. and the and and that one last vision where basically you would just jump through roofs just to get that just to ha- uh kind of hack into the uh you know the light uh the what is this the stage lights i don't know the uh the thing the thing that uh I think that people mm-hmm. use to promote their, uh, you know, yeah, stage lights to promote their films through the through very very bright lights that shine through the city, and you could use that, and you and uh, mm-hmm. Tommy would hack into those, and then just and then just project the uh, the adult film that they're producing as like a free advertising, and then after the and after the mission is over, you could see it at night, like the title of the adult film. In uh, shining on the one of the buildings, it's honestly pretty nice. It's also a nice mission, uh, you know. It's honestly a nice mission uh, structure. I don't know what I'm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there was one you, you talked to me about, like San Andreas ones. Like some of oh, the yeah. missions you finally made it. <laughs> now some of the missions are like you figure out some tricks to do some of the missions. Yeah, it's like. When you're when you're finally like a, you know after years of gaming like you get you get skills and then one of the mindset that you get when gaming is like okay how do I do this easier how do and I do I this without out. doing this hard thing how do I get past how do I get out of doing this hard thing like chasing this uh, bastard all the way across the city right and wasting ammo I mean you found one well, for like other side of the tracks which is like ooh, one of the most Infamous early game missions. It's not as hard as people make it out to be. So it's, it's just that it's hard you know, when you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one where like so, I think what was that? You have to like drive up something so you can land on the roof. Big smoke is just not gonna, you know, it's just pretty shit at aiming. So you're gonna have to help him aim. So you can do that by there. There's the there's this bridge that you can go to. And you can go to one of the metal railings on that, and and uh, it would lead to a roof that you can easily, like, jump on the, that you can use to easily jump on top of the train. So you could just use your Uzi to help Big Smoke kind of take out the the. Because uh, I because I hate that like Big Smoke like kills all the guy, but there's always the one guy he can't for some reason shoot. That's that's what I did. That's what I did in my in my like I tried to play it like it wanted me to right. But it's always like two or one, or like one or two guys left, and it would be like too late uh, for him left. to actually shoot them, because I'd be the, the train would end up in Las Venturas, and that would be if that would be a mission failure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, the other thing about Four Iron, you, there's actually like the game expects you to, you know. Uh, let go of your weapons because there's like a security check when you're going to that resort where you're gonna beat the crap out of the you know the person Avery Carrington wants you to assassinate. Uh, you can actually you, you can either kill him by you know drowning him so you can push him so you can push his caddy off the uh, off to the water and that's it, or you could Jesus. basically just there's a there's a small bridge like you can see it when you're driving down the road to the bridge right but there's a small bridge there that you can jump on the edge to and then basically you can just 
go into the resort with your weapons and you could just aim and fire and that's basically it the game would game would basically be over the, the mission's over <laughs> the moment you shoot them dead it's a, it's all good <laughs> like that's some speed run that's some that's like some speed running trick right there it is well, you know it's, it it makes <laughs> there's a charm to that like trying to exploit the old games it's like there's some kind of common sense things that you can do like if you see a car before you head to your destination like there's always that red thing right that you have to go to right. to trigger the other part of the mission right and you see a car there blow it up cuz you know the cuz you know the thing the, the person you're chasing is going to go to that car Whoa. so just blow it up and basically so make the game easier for you jeez uh sorry what again uh, that's what I said. Like fun, like learning exploits the old games or like stuff yeah. you never, like, never, never really used in all your playthroughs before. Yeah, there's like a few missions where you can apply that knowledge of blowing up other, ca- like blowing up surrounding cars. Like there's this one mission where you have to uh, chase Jizzy B. So, you know, so it's like, it's come to the point where you've got to kill Jizzy B in GTA San Andreas. And if you blow up his, like, pimp mobile, he's actually going to steal a pizza bike <laughs> instead. So really? you're, so it's easier to chase him at that point. Yeah, because it's slow. It's slow as hell. <laughs> people usually, I don't know if people, I don't know if people knew that, but, you know, it's like, it's, it's very, it's a nice, uh, you know. It's like a nice uh, thing. It's a nice reward yeah. for being clever. Yeah. Anyway, what? So, what yeah, other games have you been playing, man? Other than Souls, uh, I think the only other game I played recently was. Oh God, I've not played anything but Dark Souls. I, uh, now I'm thinking about it. Have you tried the Wii uh, Dark Souls uh, Code Vein? Oh yeah, Code Vein. I actually did play. Vein. I played it for a while, but like for some reason, uh, I stopped and did not play it for like a month. That's like, but you I, I, still, it, right? I still not have. Yeah, bought it. I bought the deluxe edition with like all the DLCs and the season pass. Damn, how much was that? Uh, I got it during uh, a sale, so it was seven hundred. Usually, I think that's actually quite. That's thousand. actually quite a lot of money. Not gonna lie, mm. but damn. But you're but you're not playing it though. Oh, yeah, Damn. Yeah, Code Vein. I, I tried it. It's pretty fun, actually. Like, I tried it because people said it was like, oh, it's anime, uh, Dark Souls. I'm like, oh, I like that. I like I anime. Like I like Dark Souls. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Code Vein. I actually tried it because like people kept saying like, you know, I was looking for. Similar game, so you know, Cold Cold was up there. I tried it. It's pretty fun, actually. Uh, I'm surprised how, because I think they that's what they wanted to do with the game. Like, uh, the developers wanted to make like it's both like a mix of Dark Souls and Monster Hunter, which I have not. Ah, one I have not played. That is quite yeah. an interesting mix. Is it? Yeah, that's an interesting mix. I guess I've not played. Monster Hunter, so I will. I don't know, dude. You should. You know, what I, but I'm someone who actually caught the you know the PSP era of of the uh, of the game of the game <laughs> franchise, right? So mm. 
I can't. I don't mean to be a hipster. Oh, I I've been playing. I've been playing uh Monster Hunter before uh Monster Hunter Rise came out. Now. Come on, you mm-hmm. Zoomers! <laughs> can't so, yeah, get uh, on my level, Zoomers. I've been playing the first <laughs> Monster Hunter since it came out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just played Monster Hunter. I think 3. it's on PC now. Yeah, I just played Monster Hunter Three, but I didn't like the autistic way that you have to kind of play it because the Why? because the PSP doesn't have the PSP does not have any does not have a second analog right so you kind oh, right, of have right, right. to use so, the you know you kind of have to use the directional buttons or the you know the triangle the square cir- circle square oh. x as a way to look at the camera and move at the same time so there's this thing called the claw, uh, the claw method, where you mm. have, where uh. you can also attack while having, you know, full control of the camera as you do so, and it's like <laughs> if you play for too long, your your hands are gonna cramp. But it's like a way of, but oh. it's like something that, I guess, Monster Hunter players have accepted. It's like you know, like it's just the way, just way things are. You know, it's just the way of the game, right? <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. You know, it's like, oh shit, I have to have surgeries for my hand, but hey, I have 100%ed the game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I did not like that way of playing. So uh, I guess mm. the best way to play, honestly, in my opinion, the best way to play Monster Hunter 3 is to somehow uh, get a PSP Go, see if it supports, like, I don't know if it supports, like, Bluetooth controllers, but if it can, good for you, because you can actually get like mm. a, a control, a Bluetooth controller that has like dual analogs and save yourself the hand cramp, or get yourself oh, yeah. an emulator, right? Get yourself an emulator and right. just do that. Yeah, and just play through, play with a controller that won't give you like hand cramps after playing for like two or three hours. I can already see. Right. I can already, you know, if if we're ever gonna have comments at all, it's like you know, I can already, I can already hear those, you know, oh, Monster we, Hunter we players seething. <laughs> it's like what a normie having hand cramps for only two hours. They're they're probably gonna comment something like, "Oh, you did that." There's a much simpler method to do that. It's in, insert some autistic hand hand juju bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hand so hand juju. Well, yeah, I get that. But yeah, yeah, code vein. I'll go back to code vein. Yeah, I, I, I think. Do I you play it with a controller, like... or do you play it with a, uh, with a keyboard and mouse? I played it like with a keyboard and mouse. I've, I've not tried with a controller. I have a controller here, but I usually use it to play some of the fighting games I have. Oh Really? Yeah. I mean, just honestly, for Souls games, I think controllers are the best. Uh, that's where like the best experience comes into. Yeah, I think so. But like... keyboard, keyboard, and <laughs> mouse I, players are seething games. right now. How dare they're you? Mad. They're mad, angry. How dare you state your opinion? <laughs> but yeah, no. But like with the PC, I'm like, I'm more accustomed to it because like I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess because like when I play like on controller, okay. like shooter games on the controller, I'm like, oh god, I can't, I don't know, I don't yeah, know if I can. Do don't this. do that to yourself. 
Uh, Don't do that yeah. to yourself. You're not going to score headshots with a controller. I'm sorry. Yeah, people who play FPS on a controller on console, I'm like... I mean... I applaud you. I cannot Yeah, you, I applaud them as well because it takes practice. It's not intuitive unlike a keyboard and mouse where it's like point, shoot, <laughs> right? It's you, yeah, you, point, shoot. You, your, you your ability mouse, to point. make like pinpoint adjustments on the fly... Especially when, you know, on, like, Amazing. extreme situations where, you know, it's like, oh, no, the enemy's getting away, or he's about to kill me, and I need to make this shot, right? So, it's like... Or you're in, like, a free-for-all lobby, it's multiplayer, yeah. and then, like, it's a free-for-all. So, I applaud those guys who can make those pinpoint precisions, pinpoint precise adjustments, yeah. Yeah. just, like, similar to a keyboard and mouse, but with a controller. I applaud them for, you know, for practicing that long, but... Honestly, to me, I feel like for shooters, especially first-person shooters, it's like, bruh, bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't make things harder for yourself. Keyboard and mouse. Keyboard and mouse. But for stuff like racing games, I'm sorry, keyboard and mouse can can just go burn or something. <laughs> keyboard and mouse can go in a ditch. I, I am not playing a racing game with a goddamn mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I guess so, because like, I think the analog is, like, much more smoother. Yeah, it is. In terms of, like... Imagine drifting, uh, imagine trying to yeah. drift with a mouse and, with a mouse and keyboard. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, like, one gamer who's, like... <laughs> there are gamers out there who actually can. Like, like, yeah, you oh can, but it's, like, it doesn't feel responsive, right? Unlike an analog stick, where you can, like, kind of fine-tune how you want to turn, right? No, but when it comes to Dark Souls, I don't play racing games. When it comes to Dark Souls, <laughs> I find that you know because you need to be reactive, right? I know because I, I played I played the first one in the Xbox 360, so that's probably why I think this way. Because I find it really smooth. Because I can easily like do what I need to do in in just a few seconds. Actually, not in a few seconds, yeah, just a few milliseconds, right? Or kind of faster than a keyboard. Yeah, it's fine. I'm like. It's because I'm more used to it. Like I played the entirety of Dark Souls three on PC. That's fair enough. So, I guess. So I, I don't know. know. For me personally, Dark Souls, Dark Souls one feels like. <laughs> I guess it's me, but it feels like a lot tankier and slower compared to like, cause like boss, like boss battles. <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an arrogant piece of shit, but they're I get them first try each time. <laughs> Even though one of the more tougher ones, like. Uh, Ornstein and Smog. I got that first try. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's because of your experience uh, with Dark Souls Three. Yeah, because Dark Souls Three, like comparing to the bosses, like Dark Souls Three bosses are like way like faster. Like the fights are more like kinetic compared to like Dark Souls One. Dark Souls One is like I just roll out the way they hit that. I go and I. They're more beat, predictable and slower. Do it and do. Yeah, you learn their movesets, and it's like, oh, it's just pretty crazy. simplistic. Like, I dodge out of the way. I was, yeah, it, it, I don't know. It, it's that makes me sound like I'm being arrogant. Not it's really. It's pretty easy, like so far. I guess it's because you know, you because you're not you're going at it from a perspective of someone who has already played a Souls game. Back then, yeah. the only Souls game 
before Dark, you know, when Dark that? Souls One came out, was Demon, Demon Souls, Souls. <laughs> and nobody played that back then. Unless you had a, unless you had yeah. like a PS3, unless you were Japanese, and you were Japanese. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe they did release Demon Souls, but it wasn't like this popular. No, it wasn't. It didn't I blow think the up only, like it did. The only way Demon Souls, I think, got popular was because a lot of streamers were like. It got pretty popular in Japan for being like very notoriously hard. So like, yeah, Western gamers like, oh wow, that so took the challenge. So imagine it got popular, like, and... not having any game like it, and you don't know what to expect. So of course yeah. it's going to be difficult for yep. you. So when you're coming from Dark Souls, you're like, I know all your tricks. Wait a minute, <laughs> like, why is this easier? <laughs> this is easier. I'm like, yeah. People might call me out. I don't really care. I love. I still love Dark Souls One, despite, <laughs> despite like kind of breezing through most of it. I think that it's is why fun. you should right. start with one, so you have that perspective. I think, of the time yeah, of the but, of the player at the time, right? Yeah. No, I'm still not playing Dark Souls Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like Dark Souls Three was like, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, like scheme wise, Dark Souls Three simplifies a lot of the mechanics from Dark Souls One. Simplifies. Yeah, okay. it's, it's kind of simplistic. Like there's like the oh god, it's kind of hard to explain. But like early on, there's like a lot of things in Dark Souls One that you have to do that are just there already in Dark Souls Three. Ah. Uh-huh. Kind of like uh warping, like teleporting, Dark Souls One. I. For the early part of the game, you're not you're just running around because like you can't teleport between bonfires. Ah, so it's like there's no like fast travel uh, mechanic. There's no fast travel. I have to run. Like there's that paranoia in me. Like oh god, I have to run all the way back. Like, <laughs> Someone could just so gank you, <laughs> and you're yeah, careless at the I time. I can get ganked. <laughs> and I like this is Dark Souls. This is Dark Souls. I know I'm gonna get ganked. Also, uh, do do the enemies respawn after you leave a certain area? Of course. No, or once do. they're dead, they're dead. Like, yeah, unless you like rest, because like if you every time you rest on a bonfire, like every everything resets, like ah. the enemies reset. Okay, so it does respond. single spawn enemies. That's right. But yeah, there's that there's that charm. Even the but bosses now, do the bosses also but, respawn, or is that just no no no? Oh, okay, no, so no, no. only bosses the ordinary enemies then. Yeah. But the order enemies hit hard. Like, oh, yeah. I think I've died more times to the map, like the enemies on the map, than the actual bosses. I mean, I guess like it is. It's it is because you know every enemy is treated e- almost equally, right? Oh yeah, that's the thing. I like it. It's like Dark Souls doesn't like it doesn't want like you either play the play it the way you want it or you get punished because the game is very punishing if you die. <laughs> Like, you don't get it through your head, like, oh, I'm making this kind of mistake, or, like, I shouldn't be doing this in a certain way, because, like, yeah, the game is punishing like that. Which I appreciate, like, you know. (laughs) I'm gonna sound, like, very hipster about this, but, like, compared it to games like Skyrim. Which is a fun game on its own. Skyrim for RPG for babies? I play it's Dark bit, Souls like, compared to like Oblivion and Morrowind. Like compared to Oblivion and Morrowind, like Skyrim is like the most like mainstream one. 
like obviously they made it in order to cater to like mainstream audiences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how it is, really. Uh, but okay, I must admit, yeah, I I really didn't like Skyrim because of that, <laughs> because of how very I don't know simple, it's, it's, simple, it's too it simplified. It it just doesn't allow you to do your own thing. It just railroads you into these things that they want you to be. I mean, it's fun. There's like, <laughs> there's the illusion of freedom of like what you're doing, but in the end, it's like, at that at some point, you're kind of there's like, no oh, losing. There's no free. bad build. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no bad build. There's like, if I get this weapon, I can just like, I can like carry through the entire game with just this weapon, and it's like, okay, that's fine. But ah, <laughs> we're gonna sound so hipster about it, but like, no, it's valid. You know, criticism. for a fantasy RPG. It's valid criticism, I get it. But for an RPG, it's pretty it's one it's probably as basic as it gets. Okay. I do recommend Skyrim for those who aren't into RPGs and want like mm. Skyrim dip their toes is a genuinely into good it? game. There are like high points I'd give Skyrim, like the environment oh, yeah. and some of it's, the it's beautiful. It's beautiful. People take it's pictures gorgeous. of that. People take pictures of that mm. shit. It's awesome. I've seen people use like realistic, like they ra- they download like photorealism mod, and it's which you know I, I give I give Bethesda like that. My PC is too weak for that. I never weird. experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like oh, uh, there's an underappreciated beauty to like what they did with Skyrim. It's very gorgeous. I'm not. I'm not. If there's anything I'd praise Skyrim for, it looks very good. Yeah, but. The thing about good RPGs is that it lets you have like shit builds, right? So going back to oh, that yeah, shit builds. Oh yeah, like so yeah, CRPGs. Mm. Oh yeah, Aaron, Aaron like. <laughs> what a nice transition. At the transition same time, I got into, into, that, into Souls game. Aaron genre. got into C CRPGs. Yeah, I started with uh, I actually in GOG, in GOG Galaxy, mm. or actually GOG in general, they gave you. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys caught that, but. They had this promo where they gave the entirety of Shadowrun, like the entire trilogy, for free. So I jumped into that, and I was like, when I played the Shadowrun Returns, I was like, "Huh, this is actually pretty good." Granted, it was a little linear, right? But it was really nice, just you know, playing as a hacker, uh, hacker pistol yeah. gunslinger type build, which is always my first build when it comes to playing anything Shadowrun. I'm actually going through the sequel. Yeah, because though I yeah, think they like, call it after, after Shadowrun, you got like, mm. yeah, but like after Shadowrun, you got into like Fallout, the original Fallout games. Yeah, the original Fallout games, uh, which was really fun. Yeah. Actually, I had a lot of fun playing it. Uh, I even played it twice per game, because I wanted to have a melee build. And melee builds are so satisfying in that game because you do a lot of damage, and it doesn't really, uh, it it doesn't really, you know, it's like it, you do a lot of damage, and you can actually get around to the limitation yeah. of, okay, you may you you may be like you know, you may be you know, you may hit hard, but you need to take a lot of damage. So you can get around that by having specific like you know by getting the of course the power armor. Yeah, and I like. 
and, and I like it doesn't stuff. like you know it doesn't it, <laughs> yeah I like the AP system you were talking about it as well it's like yeah yeah like running out of AP, like AP is, is, is horrible like, do you like the aspect of it yeah I really liked it because it really forces you to strategize mm-hmm. and go but you know the amount the uh, the only strategy that the only you know like the I only got far into the whole strategization, but the only strategy that I do, that I did come up with, was basically just lure them into a hallway and then kill them all that way. <laughs> That's basically my strategy. <laughs> like, I would just, like, yeah, I would be in an open like, hallway, you know, but then I would just ru- take, like, so many turns going yeah. to the hall, going to that narrow hallway, and then going to the end of it, and then just basically attacking them, and, then, and basically just attacking them that way. And then I win. Yay! <laughs> Strategy. Very five head. Thousand IQ. Like you can't go like go go nuts and like do whatever you want. What do you mean? What do you mean? I have to come up with some sort of big brain strategy. That is my big brain big brain strategy. <laughs> they have nowhere else to go. I can shoot them that way easily. <laughs> But yeah, that's not that's not type of like RPGs that are actually like there's a challenge to those types of types of things. Getting into them is a challenge, I guess, because people are oh, yeah. you know I get that most modern gamers. Oh wow, so hipster modern gamers. <laughs> yes, you zoomers a lot of mainstream. can't even bother reading text boxes. Yeah. Yes, you zoomers. <laughs> just kidding I I too am yeah, also fuck a you, you fucking, whether fucking I like it or not go back to your Fortnite <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk shit because we yeah, play those games as well. CRPGs require a lot of reading actually but I you know, I like it you know mm-hmm. especially Fallout 1 and 2 yeah. which rarely had any voice acting except for like the main characters like the major characters only had only had the privilege of having voice acting and even like uh, you know, like animations when they're talking, mm-hmm. but everyone else is just like a text box. Oh, those! I can just imagine as like per I see, usual like, CRPGs. They're just yeah, animated three D yeah. models when they're talking. Yeah, that's the usual when it comes to ninety CRPGs. Sometimes they don't even have that animated, like that. They don't have that animation when they're talking. They're all ju- everyone's just a text box, and like mm-hmm. a zoom in of the. You know, of the pixelated character. That's it. Like, yes, they're talking to you. Like, eh, it's it's okay, right? But I but I get that you know people have like better expectations now. Now that those limitations yeah. when it comes to media are gone. Are gone. It's like basically you can you can do anything in your games now. Yeah, there's sky is the definitely the limit. Uh. Yep. You can have like a fi- 100, 200 gigabyte fucking download. <laughs> Fuck optimization, oh man. Yeah. Fuck optimization. Uh, you're gonna download this 200 gigabyte game, whether you, if whether you like it or not. If you want to play there's this game, there's still updates. Oh, there's and updates, uh, don't forget bitch. my uh, 80 gigabyte updates. <laughs> that you still need the internet for to download. And my 90 gigabyte DLC. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My my <laughs> yeah, I think that's like <laughs> my hard drive can only hold so much. Please stop. <laughs> True, the games are getting so big, but I, I guess space is getting Chonk. big too. Like, 
like yeah. terabytes like or like commonplace yeah storage is getting really really cheap these days and it will be at some point so you can i i, I hope to expect that i can buy a four terabyte maybe a decade from now for like two thousand oh um, two thousand pesos at least no at i'm least. pretty sure you can buy like a 12 terabyte now yeah you can buy it by then right now, but it's still pretty pricey i think but yeah for those who want it they can get it definitely Hey, that's cool. I I want. I can just imagine what the things I can do with like a twelve terabyte hard drive. I'm like store all your oh, store all the store all the hentai, man. store all the hentai you can get, store all the anime you can get. You can. can I, I think you can. I, can I think you can install. I think you can get like, on the entirety of anime, like for like a few years, right? The, all of the anime that came out in in. In this in this year or the next after that or the next after that, I think it's enough to do that. How much even. is the cheapest one right now? Fifteen thousand. Okay, never mind. But how much is that? Like how how much storage does that give you? Twelve terabytes. Fifteen k. Uh, yeah, still pricey. Come back in like two decades. Come back in two decades. That's that's going to sli- that's going to be sliced to eighty percent. I think. Yep. Probably, probably even knows. less than it's two like... decades. So I'm really optimistic about the you know trajectory of storage prices. So yeah, back to our CRPGs. So uh, after Fallout One and Two, actually, I I got mm-hmm. like uh, I got into Atom RPG, which is like Russian Fallout. Oh yeah, you were talking about. Yeah. Not yeah. to be confused with the other Russian Fallout, <laughs> which is also not. So it's either Stalker or Metro Last. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Adam RPG is really nice. Uh, it's surprisingly underrated. Like not a lot of people. Isn't there a sequel? I, I don't know. I... Like it has a following, right? It has a very big following, but I don't think it's like the same like booming thing as like the, as, as Fallout One and Two did. But you know. Uh, I think a lot of Fallout One and Two players, since they're looking for that same, you know, that same experience, but something new. Mm-hmm. I think naturally they're going to gravitate to games like, you know, like of course, like uh, Adam RPG. Adam RPG. I actually got its sequel, and I'm about to play that at some point. Uh, I'm just not ready for a commitment nice. right now. Uh, <laughs> How about Under? My God, I gave Aaron Under. I'm really for thankful like, for that. Actually, even I'm not ready for a commitment <laughs> right now because. Boy golly, oh it's, like, it's going it's, to it's be the, quite a... It's, gonna it's, the, it's the game Aaron is so, so terrified to play because he knows it's a, he's gonna get, it's, it's gonna suck it's him It's a in. commitment. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, not the first playthrough, the first playthrough of Underrail is not enough. Right? Because you're not, you're not even gonna scratch the surface of the mechanic to experience the mechanics of it. No, you have to play mm. multiple times. Hours of times. your time will be like days of your life will be gone. So I'm not ready for that, <laughs> but I will. It's it's tempting me. It's it's tempting me. It's in my Steam library. It's tempting me. Play me. Even. It's there. Dedicate your entirety of 2022 to me. Dedicate the entirety <laughs> of 2022 to me. It's like it's tempting me, like a siren. <laughs> it's it's calling out to you. <laughs> 
It's just there. But you have a god. You have like <laughs> you're the type of guy because you always complain like you keep buying games and you don't play them. I mean, isn't that? Aren't we all? Don't we all do that? <laughs> oh yeah, boy, a sale! And then are you gonna play it? Six months later, it's like Oop. it's still in my library, untouched, undownloaded. It's still, it's still collecting dust. I mean, you're lucky. It's not like a physical thing, where it's actually gonna gather dust. But still, still, it's the it's the same thing basically. Cause like, oh, it's untouched, and it's just there. And it's worse if you like spent money on it. I mean, I bought Just Cause three and I I, I bought Just Cause two and three, but did I play them? No, not really. <laughs> did you play it? No. It's still gathering dust. <laughs> Even in GOG, I bought like Dragon Age Origins, and I still haven't touched it. I really want to. Jesus. And I got another CRPG. Uh, Kingmaker? Yeah, Kingmaker. And I'm looking forward to that because I'm always in that post-apocalyptic or sci-fi CRPGs. Mm -hmm. But I never got into the, you know, the fantasy side of things. Which is the majority in that population of CRPGs, right? Uh, so you wanna you wanna like dip your toes and like maybe it'll be like a new thing for you. Now. Yeah, it wasn't until like Fallout, right? It wasn't until until Fallout that we actually had like something that aren't fantasy R- CRPGs. So when so when Fallout One came out, it's like oh, what a breath of fresh air! Finally, we're not casting spells; we're shooting guns and surviving in the wasteland. And then Fallout Three happened. <laughs> uh, Fallout Three was okay. And the Bethesda bot. Yeah, but eh, it was definitely. It had its charms. Like yeah, the it has game, strength. Definitely. The atmosphere was fucking amazing, by the way. Every time I'm in the metro stations, like in the un- the subway tunnels, it's terrifying. Because you're gonna hear like a zombie in the distance, and it turns out it's already coming at you. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so. It nailed the atmosphere. Probably more than Fault New Vegas. I know it's going to be a... It's not even like a controversial opinion. When it comes to atmosphere, I think Fallout 3 wins out over the, over New Vegas on that front. Everything else, though, mm, kind of... New Vegas Fallout, kind of takes the cake. Fallout New Vegas. And eats it, too. Yeah, even for, even for like people... Even like veteran like Fallout fans, like... The go to for the for the go to title will always be Fallout New Vegas. People treat Fallout New Vegas as the Fallout Three that we never got, and I have to agree. Oh, yeah, because it's like it wasn't like a third party developer that made it. Yeah, Obsidian. It. Yeah. The, which included some guys that made Fallout One and Two, which is really nice, mm. uh, and it really shows that you know it's it's such a labor of love, and it shows. And it's a really nice continuation of Fallout 2. Even if it's not that apparent. Oh, really? It's a nice continuation. Because it has characters. That it, it, takes, it takes place like decades after the events of Fallout 2. And it's, it really shows. Because you, you can have like... The, this is the daughter of that one companion you had. Right? And it's really nice <laughs> to, when, you, right. when you have that context of Fallout 2. You end up enjoying Fallout uh, New Vegas like you, even you more. You understand some of the references. Yeah, it's like oh, the events of that this happened in Fall. The thing they reference something that happened in Fallout Two. It's like oh shit, I know that because I did that. <laughs> That's really nice. And you I, know, it was me. Of course, I know it. It was me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. 
Harold, you know, like Harold, you know that you know this talking tree in Fallout Three. Yeah, he he's also in right. Fallout One and Two, so it's like, oh wow, he's like, you know, he's oh, like, really? in, he's like in, you know, he has met like all three protagonists at that point. <laughs> Actually, if he has met another protagonist in Fall, if you count Fallout Brotherhood of Steel, I think, or is it no? It's not Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. It's the other one that released in the consoles. Uh, nobody talks about that because it's not very good. But <laughs> Harold was oh, there. Was Harold was there. <laughs> uh, I forgot the name of that game. What, what but, Fallout is it? Uh, I think you can look it up. Fallout PS2 or something. Because <laughs> it released in the PS2, I think. Tactics. No, that's oh, yeah, no. It is Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, it is Brotherhood of Steel. Right. I was thinking about tactics, which was, you know, a different thing. But yeah, it was Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. It wasn't very good, but you know. It oh. it's part of it's part of the series. Whether we like it or not. Fallout <laughs> Online. What the hell? Uh yeah. I think that was a cancelled thing. Like yeah. it had a lot of potential, especially with the boom, you know, especially, you know, Fallout One and Two was very popular at the time. So it was only like a no-brainer to try that concept, but I guess it never came out. Or an M, but but, but people, like an MMO RPG that would have been cool. Yeah, people actually made a Fallout, Fallout Two MMO. That. Actually, they oh, made really? a Fallout Two MMO, but it was like a fan-made thing, and mm-hmm. it's booming. So it's really nice. Is honestly. it still like ongoing now? Yeah, it's still going. It has a nice. It has a very big community, and it has its own factions, and you know, it's like you get to hunt for mutants and you know like do quests it's honestly really amazing and i do recommend people to check it out fallout 2 online i see, think that's why see that's what like like you know give bethesda all like whatever shit you can give to them at least they're open to like yeah they they're are. very open to like the modding to their community because like they know like i think they know to some degree how important like you know, modding is to games or like game sustainability. Or the way like how, the engine is reminds know. me of Doom, nineteen the 90s Doom. The way you load mm. like mods in there, right? So you have these WAD files and then you just plop them in to your source port of the it's game. It's that easy. And then bam, you're playing someone else's creation. Simple stat. And it's the same thing with Bethesda games. Like just plop in that ESD file or something, and then enable. And maybe you have yeah, a mod loader. Nexus yeah, maybe you have a mod loader. Yeah, Nexus. You just enable that, and then bam, you you have the mod in your game. It's so easy. Yep. And I. It's I that easy, and it's fun. The engine, it's sure. the engine, really. A, a large majority. Let's admit. Let's admit a large majority of it are fucking sex mods. <laughs> hey, uh, the freedom of having not that, to say it's right? Bad. It's that's the that's the point of it, right? The fact that you can even have these sex mods. <laughs> that's the best part of it. It really shows how, you know, yeah, how that's... very free it is. How very how it how enab- how it enables that kind of creativity. How you can have two play two models shag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's insane. Like Nexus sex mods, like I thought it was a meme when I actually when I actually got into the modding. I'm like, oh my god, this is a did lot. Did you of, did you look it up in the, a lot of horny? Were you like a seven year old and just went to the search bar and typed sex? <laughs> no, I was a man instead. Hot sex. 
anime hot sex. <laughs> hot sweaty elf mommy. Baya, <laughs> GF mama. <laughs> But yeah, you know, modding like yeah, modding I would say is like one of the best parts of like any community. Like any game that has a mod, I, I it might be worth checking out. You know, because people are passionate enough to make a mod for it. Like you know, it has to be good. You know what games do not get mo- much mods for? What Ubisoft games? Ooh. No one bothers. <laughs> no one bothers. Because at this point, like even something like Assassin's Creed, it's it's gained like the Call of Duty reputation where it's past the point of like it's it's the cash cow of the company. Yeah, it, it's like every title is soulless. Yeah, I don't think they even they're pretty hostile towards mod makers anyway. So it's like people just didn't bother oh, anymore. Really? Yeah, it, oh, really? you how you can get a copy strike for doing that shit. Yeah, and th- especially their live service bullshit. If you try to you know f- make a way to get around that, <laughs> the hounds will be after your you know will be gunning for your ass for sure. Oof, that. <laughs> But actually, I mean, okay. So go on. I mean, we can all complain about like Ubisoft and like about the modding and like fan, but like we're forgetting one of the biggest companies that do that. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Do do we want to talk about possibly one of the biggest offenders of the? Uh, what are you talking about? Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, I figured as such. <laughs> I figured that much. Sorry, yeah, I can't into English I, right now. <laughs> it's only recently I really got exposed to like the shitty things Nintendo tends to do. But but but, like, but it's within their rights. Fuck off! Fuck it's off, the, Nintendo show. <laughs> I I don't know I don't know what what I hate more Nintendo or like it's different or it's it's horde of fanboys. Nintendo can shit on. On top of them, at such a height that they would think God shot on them. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like I see the arguments. Oh, can you just let's stop? Well, we get it. Stop talking about it. Or like, well, they do it the same. And it's like, yeah, they other people do it, but like they're doing it as well. So it's still bad. Just because another per- person doesn't, it. it's just because like another person did it or is doing it. It's like, yeah, but that doesn't excuse what they're doing. <laughs> Like, is it is it yeah, so well, hard to leave these creators alone? Right? They love they giving you free promotion, right? Or better yet, yeah, right? Like, if they're doing something awesome, right? Why don't you you know officially you know endorse them? License, yeah, them. officially license yeah. endorse them, which was what Sega did with Sonic Mania. Sega, yeah, and fuck yeah, Capcom I, I bought do, the game yeah. and played the fuck out of it. Fucking amazing! I'm not a Son- I'm not much of a Sonic player yeah. though, so I was kind of like, "What do I do?" <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I was so, a yeah, Mario you can't kid. Really use... <laughs> yeah, so you can't really use like I think some people have used the argument, "Oh, it's a Japanese company. Japanese the Japanese are very blah blah blah." And it's like, yeah, but Sega is Japanese. Yeah, and they're not. Capcom doing... is Japanese. Yeah, Bandai Namco is Japanese. They're pretty. They're pretty. I won't say they're pretty like open Lenient, to, the thing, at least. to the things their fans do. Pretty yeah. lenient about it. It's like, hey, it's like, you know, don't don't cross the line, and we're good. 
which is fine right now like define what the line is and okay mm. just let things be but nintendo it's like yeah. the line is always shifting it's like you don't know where the sand where the line in the sand is maybe yeah, there is no line in the sand we're like <laughs> yeah i remember a time like they were like copy striking like mario kart streams or like Easy? mario kart like, like videos because like a few youtubers sand? i watch yeah, it's it's like that, but like ah, oh. at some point you gotta realize, Nintendo is like, they're doing things backwards. Like they make good games, but they're t- but they're taking like a ba- very like draconian apo- approach to like how to treat their fan base or like yeah, it, it, it's, other... it's pretty ass backwards. It's very ass backwards, but you know I don't. I'm personally unaffected. I've never played any Nintendo games. Probably Pokemon, but I don't. That's about it. I have no attachment to any of it. I think. Uh, I think if you got if uh, if our audience, if our, if you the audience, uh, need a kind of a you know a summary of all Nintendo's like copyright bullshit, I think M Lemon's oh, uh, video about it. Uh, right? Sacrifices in the church of, at the church of Nintendo. I don't know what the exact title is, but it's something like that. So M. Lemon's video really sums it all up. It's honestly amazing. And I do recommend you guys watch it. I'll put it in the screen. In the edit, when I edit. Uh, it's basically... <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it's like, you know, all the things Nintendo... The, the mischievous things Nintendo has done. Yeah, it's honestly really... It's honestly quite a lot. And it's come to the point where projects which had a lot of effort to it, and is honestly pretty fucking amazing are you know affected by it mm. especially this thing called Super Mario 64 Last Impact which added a lot mm. to the game and pretty much modernized Super Mario 64 I do recommend you guys oh, check it out man. I think there's still a copy of the ROM somewhere it's probably in the archive.org uh, or it, archi- yeah oh, archive.org sorry. it's a fan made thing yeah it's a fan made thing they added so many new oh, features I'm, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> so I'm pretty sure they took it down <laughs> yeah of course Nintendo's like hey Hey, keep it down. Uh, you can't do can't that. Do that. <laughs> you can't make our game That's better. Free? Fuck you. Only we can do that. Free? We gotta sell it to you for sixty dollars. What do you mean it's free? <laughs> no. What do you mean it's free? No, 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 no. <laughs> Only we can do that. Or you know they're gonna make some bullshit like three in one. Uh, they're gonna make a bullshit like three uh, collection Super Mario collection. And then they're gonna make it like yeah. limited for this time only. It's like why? Yeah. Why? It's so retarded. Oh shit! I said the. Yeah, R-word. it's like oh, I, no. I think they did. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. Like they put like all of the I think all the classic NES games for the Switch, but it's like you have to keep paying it for every month. It's like why don't you just release it for the Switch? I don't have to like. It's like paying for a subscription at that point, just to play these games. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I don't I don't I'm have afraid. much uh, issue with Nintendo Switch Online, except for the fact that they're they're kind of providing so little for so much. That's yeah. that's basically my problem but, with it. You know, and but there are like other games on the Switch you can play. Anyways, I don't plan on getting like, a Switch. That's though. one of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But like you know, it's like it's setting a trend. Like I'm afraid, like people are gonna pick up. Like oh, they're gonna start doing this. Maybe 
one day like something like Epic Game Stores like introduces like this kind of title, but it's like you have to pay every month just to play it. God no. The only and thing like, that's oh, acceptable is, is that when it's an MMO. Yeah, the MMOs like online RPGs. Oh. That's acceptable because gotta like, pay for the servers you know? <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna keep developing it. But like, if it's a completed game, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's just porting it. Like that's my problem with it. And it's like, why? Why even do that? I get it. You're greedy. That, that's. I honestly would have preferred if they had the that point. old school. Uh, if they had that old school. You know, like shop where you can just buy individual NES games and SNES games, mm. so you can just play whatever yeah, you that's... want and play it for you know, like indefinitely for just that one time purchase. Oh yeah, I, I, I like that. Yeah, era. it's like the, you can own the game now. It's like, and I wish it carried over, but you know, okay, you, you know, gotta try this new thing, I guess. Uh, the only yeah, problem I have with it is that guess. why the fuck. Would I need to buy, pay monthly for a DLC of Animal Crossing? <laughs> what? What? Oh boy! Just let me buy the thing. Let me buy the thing. What is this? Why, why can't I just own? I only. It's like you only own a copy of the game. Why can't you just give me this? <laughs> I have to pay I, monthly I for a DLC, not I... even like the full game. Just the DLC. What the fuck? Just the DLC. Oh my Jesus god! I, that's... That was hilarious when I heard it. <laughs> it, it, it it's moments like that that come and make me realize like really it's like at that point it's like why even why even do that like that's such a dick thing to do uh, and the the thing about the you know like gaming today is like they're trying to introduce nfts oh my god nfts <laughs> i was afraid like do we talk about nfts or i was thinking of the back of my head do we talk about nfts well, I'm just gonna. Okay, it's not well, We're going to go head first into this uh, bullshittery. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, but you know, let's get this out of the way. Me and Aaron, we fucking hate NFTs. We hate we're everything like, no about it. No fucking them. thanks. No fucking. It's like, oh, NFTs. More like, oh, goddamn, he's still <laughs> Got him. Goddamn it. But yeah, NFTs. Um, you mind explaining it for the uh, ignorant folks? Uh, it's basically just. A receipt in a database that everyone can access. Only, it's not even a receipt. It's basically just a link to an image on a server that can go out at any time. Literally, if someone, like, someone insane, for example, smashes up the servers, right? And the certain, the, and the webs, and the, you know, for example, the startup. It's usually a startup that has these NFT, you know, like uh, NFT offerings, right? And if that NFT offering uh, company doesn't have any backups of the NFTs that they sold to people, well, uh, I hope you like your. I hope you like dead links because that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> and it's like I don't mind. I, you know what? I still fucking hate NFTs. But what I hate even more are the people are like the, the NFT bros. My God, like, the only thing I hate more than the NFTs are NFT bros. It has the technology is okay, okay. It has its flaws. It has there, its flaws, yeah, especially with the environment, in the environment uh, consumption, the you know power consumption side of things. But 
it's not the technology really it's the people who use it that's the problem it's the community it's the community because people say it's it's the same complaint about cryptocurrency like oh they'll say oh this is like the new stage of the economy like oh it's unregulated market and at the same time okay if it's an unregulated market what if something like someone steals your stuff like, oh People are kind of kind of that. like begging for some kind of regulation, which is not something that crypto. I don't know. It's not something that crypto is very you know very accommodating. It's very accommodating to right some regulation, so which is not the point, right? The point was to have unregulated like markets, but then you get these scammers, right? And you get scammers, people, you get people are getting exposed like, I think every single day, mm. and nothing happens. Yep. And people, because there's no, there's, <laughs> there's laws. What is I'm the SEC sure, gonna do? But... Right? What is what is the what what are the author- What can the authorities do? Right? There's nothing. Yeah, there's just no like law it's yet. basically over the internet, because you can't do that without impeding, you know, some protocol. Like you know, you can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't tread upon the internet. Cryptocurrencies, yeah, you know, regulation in cryptocurrencies is violating the very thing that, the the, the very selling point of cryptocurrencies, which is privacy. Yep. So it's like privacy, but at the same time, <laughs> they kind of need it in case something. Else. So it's like a weird, a weird catch twenty two, a weird kind of situation. A buy. I'm not sure if it's catch twenty two. Yeah, I think but someone explained still. it. It's like. No, no. Someone explained it. Like cryptocurrency is like the speed run of how fast. Oh, yeah. We of like how you how fast you need regulations. It's like a reverse engineering like, of the financial system, right? It's like yeah. It's like okay, so this is why this is here, right? So okay, so this is why we have mm. this regulation here to avoid, yep. uh, say, this the person running away with all the money. <laughs> yep. So you know, one day probably it's gonna it's gonna be really funny once they start regula- start like imposing regulations on like NFTs and like cryptocurrency because <laughs> like you basically defeated the entire point of it. I'm honestly looking forward place. to it uh, being a a way of trading like actual goods. I don't think it's yeah, gonna it's be Bitcoin. I don't think it's gonna be Ethereum, but it's probably gonna be one of those stable coins that are backed by an actual currency. So if you know, for example, the yeah. value of the currency goes down, it you know, stable coins go down with it, uh, you know, go yeah. hand in hand. I think that's really the thing that would definitely like, you know, take you know, it's going to make virtual, you know, like virtual transactions, virtual, yeah, virtual transactions, you know, like online transactions, mm-hmm. definitely easier, I think. But it's like well, it's it's a, it's a nice thought. But where it the current state of it of what it is right now is not. Good. Yeah, it's, it is. And the people who are pretending like, oh, this is this great new thing, are clearly either naive, they're blind, they're stupid, or they just have way too much invested in it already to admit that. It's, uh, I, I, it's I, I, I can't bad. help but agree. Um, yeah, it, it, cryptocurrencies are an investment right now than, you know, uh, actual thing that you use to buy pizza, or a Tesla. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, so I would say, if you can avoid avoid cryptocurrency, no, or like don't actually. I'm someone who life, plans to kind of it. invest at some point, but just invest like you know, like a bit of it. But I'm not, you know, because 
you know, it's a risky bet, right? But uh, to me, it's like, eh, you know, some, you know, if it goes up, awesome, I guess. But if not, oh well. But yeah, avoid but crypto. Yeah, I know. guess avoid scamming. <laughs> like, for the love of God, do your hard. own research. Like, I think like <laughs> there's still one I remember. Was was it Squid? The squid yeah, Squid Token. token. I know it's like the guy. It, it's it's old news now. Actually, it's like December. It's old news, but it's it's like it happened in December. Like, yeah, it's one of the like funniest one. occurrences. Because the guy ran off with like I think two or three million. <laughs> Maybe he's the one who won. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he, he won, won the Squid it, yeah. Game. <laughs> You won the good game. You got all the you money. You got all the money. You, get, you, know, you ran off with it. But yeah, I think that was like... I don't know how it like got that big. I honestly do not know. Because it was popular. There's even like and this golden t- uh, video clip of this guy who's looking at the Squid Game token like on re- in real time and then he just oh yeah yeah i saw that like, one and, and then it is, when it, and it started it, crashing it, it crashed like, to zero in in like a few in in an, in instant. an instant and the guy was like <laughs> i remember that he was so shocked like oh my god oh oh legit, it went to zero because <laughs> even for me i'm a shot i've never seen something drop that fast Oh, me neither. Holy fuck. Usually it's like gradual, right? There's, there's a sharp drop, but gradual, not yeah. like instant. But that was like in real time. drop, dude. What the fuck? So awesome. It went skydiving. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, basically. It was hilarious. If you guys are interested in NFTs, I really do. I, do, I can't support NFTs, man. Because a lot of, like, there's a lot of shit of things that happen with it. So, it's... like, uh, I think yeah, the community itself is bad. I, I don't really want to advertise it's a prob- that. It's, it's a solution that's looking for a problem. That's yeah. what I think about NFTs and crypto and, you know, like these blo- and blockchain yeah, it's technology. Like addressing up, it's, like, it's like treating itself like this is the answer to the problem. And it's like, okay, what's the problem? Like that, NFTs, that, that. <laughs> like they're saying it helps artists. But a majority of NFTs are stolen artwork, or these, you know, like, you know that, you know that, you know that gig, uh, you know that gig website, Fiverr, I think, is that is that mm-hmm. is that it, Fiverr? Yeah, yeah. I Fiverr. think it's just you know, you think, like yeah, it's probably just people. like some guy who who went to Fiverr, had like the lowest price artist that they can find. You know, and exploited the fuck out of them by, hey, I'll pay you this much, like five dollars, make me these, and then he sold it for like ten thousand for like millions. Tens. And it's yeah. like, what? This <laughs> is the way capitalism I works, think the baby. Ones. But yeah, I think there was one. Like, I think it was from a dead. Like this artist was already dead. And the, the artwork that they have was that felt like a punch to the stole. face, you know, like as an yeah, if you're one. an artist, it's I think, a punch to the face. Right yeah, I'm there. not. I forgot the artist's name. I forgot the artist's name. I do recommend you guys reading up on it because, like, it's a very sad story. Because even now, the family is ah, like trying who's to the get artist? all the artwork back. Because uh, I forgot. I, I, I think I heard about that story, but <laughs> I should. Yeah, it, it's really it's really depressing. Honestly, it's a real sad. So it's stuff like that that makes me realize, you know, I I can't even even whatever this stupid fucking NFT bros say, like, oh, this is this is something brand new, and it's like if this is like the thing your community does, it's the same. It's not giving you a good image. I think it's 
all of the all of the idea of NFTs is great on paper. It's good. It's amazing on paper. But executing but, it, you know, it's mm. like because the people who created this stuff had good intentions, really. You know, they. I I read about it. I, I read an article that. about it. Uh, I guess I'll put it on mm. the link somewhere. But the idea was, yeah, to have ar- to make artists have some autonomy on how where their art goes, right? Or when it comes to buying art, you know, it's like, you know, they can safe they can safely like you know and reliably get money from their art, right? But that's not how ha- that's not what happened. It's uh, in practice, a lot of people were just opportunists and jumped on the wagon to make buckloads of money. Yeah. And peop- and now they're the same people who are trying to sell this as this great new idea. But it's still it's still shit. So I can't if you like if you are into NFTs or are interested in it, I would I would warn you to stay away. <laughs> For now. Because like I'm looking at maybe I love, it'll be good. You know, I love new technology. But so far, I don't know, the things that blockchain technology tries to solve I don't know, man. It it can be solved Ends by the things we have now. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's good. Like, it's answers to the problems. The only, yeah, like I said, the only problem is like, there are solutions to problems by only making the situation worse for themselves. Yeah. Like I said, like yeah, there we go. NFTs, like NFTs. In the end, what's that gonna do? Uh, especially now the current state of it, <laughs> they're being mocked at. That's like it's like the funniest thing. Everyone, the internet like universally agrees that NFTs are should get mocked, <laughs> and like the only people defending it are people who are into it. Yeah, it's it's just uh you know there's a lot of grifters. It just breeds a lot of grifters, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, because it could be something, it could be nothing, but, you know, it's too early to tell. Uh, I know I am looking forward to, you know, uh, control, uh, control essing some, uh, some NFTs myself. Yeah, myself. Oh, what arrest are, what are me already. Do? I'm a criminal. <laughs> I'm gonna speed run downloading it's NFTs. What are you gonna do? It's very uh, nice NFTs I mean, you got Troy there. Bay, uh, Open image, a new tab. They're getting celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting celebrities on it. They think it has legitimacy. Like, I think Eminem. Look, he's just buying into Those the hype. Like, oh. Man doesn't know what to do with his money, all right? He's got too much of it. <laughs> Especially with his last yeah, records, sure, uh, all right? Like, to me, I'm pretty sure Eminem doesn't even... I think Eminem's team did it, and M, and M just doesn't care. Well, yeah, that too. That could be the idea as well. Either he got into it, and he's like, all right, I'll get into it for the for the, because of the hype, right? I'll ride the hype, or it's like, you know, oh, we bought you NFTs, NF what? <laughs> what the the hell's an NFT? The hell's an NFZ? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy rapping. Crackles, I uh, I forgot it's white. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Troy Baker. I don't, I don't really want to. You want to talk about that? <laughs> Alright, then. Nope. I I refuse. Like, I've said... I I, I don't want to, like, pest probable... I don't want to cause anything, but... Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Troy Tro- Baker yeah. doing voiceover NFTs. Yeah, that, that was a weird... Fuck that was a doozy, actually. Because the people yeah. that... Because uh, I also... I, I want to kind of shill somebody here. Uh, 15.ai. 
very nice project. Uh, I am looking forward to what uh, he or she uh, can do with the with you know voice technology because uh, actually you know voice first actually stole like the actually stole like the voice using that technology that fifteen that AI is developing. Oh, shit. They develop really? yeah because it's because fifteen that AI is actually providing that service for free, right? So you can have like uh you can have like text to speech and it would sound like Rainbow Dash. Like they got they got voiceover what? clips like the like the dev got voiceover clips from the show, and he had like anons from the MLP four chan board like compile him clips for the AI to just analyze and be able to make like convincing voice uh, text-to-speech audio so it's not just rainbow dash there's also glados uh there's quite a lot of characters in there uh and it's really I-, I tried it it's really nice it's it's honestly scarily good <laughs> like it's 80 percent 90 percent of the way there uh it, it, it the the website is called 15.ai so it's really easy to you know mm-hmm. rolls off the tongue <laughs> But yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, the, that's about. Yeah, the voice verse stole that. Voice verse kind of stole their, you know, kind of stole their, <laughs> stole that voice, and then put it in this, put it in this project called Chubby Verse kind of thing, and then you know, like, and then voice verse was like, "Ooh, I wonder who made that? Wasn't you? <laughs> Definitely not you." <laughs> of course, you know, the developer of Fifteen That was rightfully hostile. <laughs> telling them to go fuck themselves when they apologized <laughs> it was it was honestly a fun uh you know it was honestly a fun uh you know a fun time all around you know troy baker got ratioed uh and yeah, voice verse got hard. roasted to hell and back i mean yep. it was a fun time all around which is unfortunate i respect troy but that was i don't know why he did that i mean as someone who played saints row 3 i guess the money was good i mean i can't unhear him anymore It's good, but you know, fuck you, soy baker. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like drama with a guy who doesn't even know we exist. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Although it does uh, bring attention to voice AI, I am looking forward to that. Like you know how how we can cool. make That's convincing. Like, interesting. I wouldn't say deep fake, but convincing. You know, AI powered like voice, uh, voice speech, uh, voice synthesis. It's honestly a technology that I'm really looking forward to. Like it's becoming scarily good as as you if you've seen you know the if you if you went to the 15.ai demo site uh, it's honestly scarily good and it's only going to get better from here and uh that's kind of like a good thing and a bad thing uh, as we've seen with deep fakes right? Uh so it's only going to get like it's only going to get crazier like... from here. I mean, I think we can make like I can make a AI saying, of like, myself. People right? were so wor- I can make an AI synthesis of myself. <laughs> we have like, like this entire podcast is like data that can be used by the AI. So I can make it look like you said, like, "Oh, I want to diddle kids." <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, you don't need to. You don't need to Time do to delete the entire podcast. <laughs> they can't know. <laughs> they can't do that. 
Oh no, I gave them ideas. Time to delete the entire podcast. <laughs> new app, new episode. No, but yeah, you know, we've just podcast is cancelled. We can talk about NFTs. Uh, sorry, what? Sorry, I interrupted you. But yeah, that's about yeah, that's about as much as I'm willing to talk about NFTs. Really, it's like if I focus on it too much, I'm just gonna bitch about it. And it rah, rah, NFT bad. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, anyways, uh, for another topic since. I feel like this is very relevant. But I wanna Since... I wanna shit talk NFT bros some more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. Uh of course with the rise we talked about this earlier with the pandemic and stuff. Uh there's news about like be it being raised to alert level four. So a lot of stuff are gonna get closed down again. Uh yeah. Jesus. Uh with the new uh variant uh going in, it's uh Yep. We're and back in the cycle like of more cases, and then yep. a month, a few months in, I think I'm very optimistic that it will, uh, you know, lower, and then you know, oh, we're back again, going out and about, and having uh, not a care in the world, having a, bam. not a care in the world, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back again. Oh, God's sakes! And then another variant comes in. Oh shit! Here we go again. But yeah, it, it's stuff like that. Yeah, you know. It's times like this that make me like really take for granted the things we had before, like the pandemic hit. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't cycling like, before, like twenty nineteen. My fucking bike was gathering dust in the corner, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, hey, hello, my old friend. But there's actually things we miss. Like, I still remember, like, oh, Aaron can just like hit me up, like, oh, hey, wanna do this? Or like with our friends or something like that, but now it's like I'm always I'm I'm always the perpetrator. (laughs) I like how I'm always the perpetrator. But there's like an air of like oh we can't be doing going out or like there's there's like that air of caution now. Even to even to this day, I think I'm still the perpetrator because none of you guys are proposing anything. (laughs) Yeah, because some of us yeah, because some of us like I know like uh, got other shit on their minds. But yeah, there's like, you know, just basically, it's like that freedom of like just going out and going anywhere that's definitely gone now. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, a lot of like the things that people, you know, people go to for, you know, to eat and stuff like that probably closed down because of this, you know, because of the pandemic. So there's going to be a lot of things, especially just being able to go out and about like, you know, like. On a whim, right? And, you know, and as much as, you know, it's very, you know, it's very, uh, how can I say this? It's very, I guess, masochistic to say, but I miss the evening rush of, uh, you know, traffic. Of, of city traffic, you know, Metro Manila yeah, traffic. I, I, I miss that. I miss the, you know, the do or die, uh, you know, like hanging, but hanging for dear life on a jeepney because there's nothing <laughs> else. I not gonna lie. I miss like we used to. I used to do this a lot in college. But I miss like going to Alabang. It's like seven in the evening and it's cold, and you're just standing in the side of the road, trying to catch a jeepney before saying, "Yo, oh, fuck it, let's walk." Oh yeah, I mean, it, 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 walking is uh, you know, I, I yeah, it's it's like you know, walking without worrying about someone coughing on your, <laughs> coughing on you. You know, it's like I love that. Yeah. 
bro, it's like you're hanging on the side of Jitneys. Are like, have any idea how many people held on to that? <laughs> like, it's so it's so strange how, you know, I think even I think eventually, right? We'll go back to that kind of, uh, you know, time of, you know, desperation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you got no choice every every jeepney every bus is full and it's, it's like full. when you do reach the uh you know when you do you know when you do reach like you know like in my case right uh i have to go to a tricycle uh to actually get home right mm-hmm. and then i have to wait like an hour or two <laughs> because right. the light is so fucking long the demand is so high the line is so long so that's why I'm pretty sure now it's gone now, right? With the pandemic, bike cycling kind of enlightened me that okay, I don't really need to go through all that hula baloo, right? Like, I don't need, I don't need, to, I don't have time for that. I can easily go home in like thirty minutes. Hmm. Like from work, I can actually easily go home in like thirty to forty-five minutes, like without any stress. I can just, I just keep pedaling. It's awesome. I think that's one yeah. thing I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm not going back to at least not every day. Right, so it's, it's like I'm gonna mm. go cycling to work like at least once or twice a day. Yeah, where when it's convenient for you and you're like in the mood for it, like ah, yeah, it's like, like I can do it. Unlike say, you know, I have to because holy shit, I don't want to take chances. <laughs> and you don't want to take like oh shit, if I do this, like I want to ride a jeepney like a regular person now. Damn it, I don't want to be worrying about that anymore. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like there's a certain charm when you're in jeep. You just paid. You can just sit down. Yeah, make fun of the listen to you know, your music. <laughs> make fun of like the make fun of someone's appearance in front of you. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> no, I, I usually like if someone's like test, texting shit beside me. I'm like, <laughs> Come I, on, I hate people it, who like, do that. I don't. I try not to do that, right? Because that's an asshole thing. I, mean, I can't help. Why it. are you reading like, someone else's phone. conversation? It's like the person is like doing like it's crouched down and it's like I'm sitting right up and he's crouched down he's texting and I like can see it in my view <laughs> and I'm like hmm okay I, I'm not understanding the context but like you know hmm. <laughs> oh ju- Kinda, like, oh give me the juicy deets sis <laughs> oh that's so oh spicy he's cheating oh wow. Juicy. Like vans, uh, I miss I miss drive like like the vans every like when I used to go to school. The van, oh yeah. Was that? Yeah, I, I miss mean, those like. Man, those I ha- those have been unreliable to me, man. It's kind of do or die. Like I would, really? I have to like if I want to take a. Back when I was in university, I when every time I think I already mentioned this before. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's like I have to wake up at four a.m. just to catch mm. just to catch that just to catch the five a.m. Uh, van because otherwise, right after that, it's like it's guaranteed late. I'm guaranteed to be late yep. because my class was like seven a.m. and it's like painful as hell. What what time do you leave for that? Five. I usually like I would get there at five thirty. I would get to the van at five thirty. Mm. Sometimes on a lo- same, on a good same. day, sometimes on a good day, I would wake up at four and then leave at like four thirty, four forty five, and then badly. and then I had to wait for everyone else. You know, I had to wait for everyone else so the van could fill up, and then mm. it's like 
I might as well just, you know, I might as well just have left at five o'clock or something. <laughs> so it's the same thing. It's like, ah. Uh, it's yeah. like, but now I have to wait, and it's like, man, that's why I took another route to so I could actually have some control, right? Over like, yeah, yeah. So I'm not. So it's not like I have to wait for you know the van to fill. No, I'm I'm all the time that I sh- that I spent waiting. No, I'm already. You know, using it to get to you know to get you to. You can already like go to school by yeah. that time. So it it didn't take long actually because back then I didn't know how to get to you know, I didn't know how to get to university. It was like two cities away. Yeah, it was it was Das Marinas for for crying out loud. I never went out. <laughs> I never went out of a, out of my home city hmm. back then, right? So yeah. it's like a new thing for me. It turns out it was really easy, so you know. Yeah, like, it's pretty easy once you get once you got like everything padded down. It's like oh, it's, I can do this. And, you know, there's other routes that like are open up to you now. Yeah. Yeah. This this pandemic really has affected a lot of social gatherings too. I'm supposed to be at a at a wedding right now. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. I was talking day. about. I had a you know a, a good friend of mine. You're buying a, a, suit. A, a good yeah. friend of mine. Uh, very down to earth, uh, very down to earth, very nice, very amazing. Uh, and a former coworker of mine is is getting is getting hitched, getting married. Uh, mm. And it's a shame that I, I'm not able to go because you know it's too. You don't really. It's uh, you know with the whole Omicron going on, it's just way too risky to go out. Right. Can't what even go they, out for my weekly like cycling. That? Actually, it's it's so it's so bad. So what happened? Did they cancel it? Or is no, it- I think they're still going, but I think uh, there will definitely be a significant uh, drop like in attendance. Guess. Yeah, oh, uh, I think I think their their family will be there for uh, for sure. Of course. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Like social gatherings now, it's kind of like there's now a risk factor you have to take in. You can't just enjoy it. Yeah, which kind of sucks. Like. I won't lie. I miss like hanging out with family at times. Like as insufferable. As hard as some as it can be at times, it's like you know. Yeah, my yeah, my family <laughs> it's often better just than being often every weekend, or almost every other weekend, right? They would just say, "Hey, we're going somewhere." What? <laughs> what? Me? What are you talking about? Me, who just wanted to you know just stay home and finish this video game <laughs> that I'm that I'm playing. What? <laughs> That's not part of the plan. That's not part plans, of the plan. Just empty. Uh, and of course, I wanted free food, so of course I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> and you know, but now uh, I I think there's like definitely like oh you can't like can't always gather with your family. Right, I can't. Like, dating is so so fucking different. Like, oh yeah. Like, uh, oh God, imagine trying to date. Like, try to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I I was lucky I had that one time, right? Mm, like, right. I was able because back then the cases were kind of chill, at least yeah, so chill. Was a time where, surprisingly like, chill. There was a respite, yeah. Yeah, in back in December, but now it's like, oh fuck! Like, I can't tell I can't tell this person that I want to see them on this date because I don't even know if like shit is gonna yeah. chill out on that day. Yeah. God, we so, did so much during that respite. Arranging, I think so arranging like a date is like a roll in the dice. 
Yeah. Back back then, that three months, like October, November, December, that was like that was like a chill period. Yeah. Because like I thought it was gonna to, like, I thought it was gonna continue friends. until January, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna pack my entire January with shit I want to do with my homies. Right. And then bam. And yeah. Like, oh. And then bam. I, I plan on like going. Like I, w- I wanted to go very far with my cycling, so I wanted to like early January, right? So I want I plan on going to like, uh, mo like until Mall of Asia, right? I wanted to cycle until Mall of Asia, uh, as like part two, right? But this time, more my route will be more optimized, and uh, it will be more efficient, and uh, you know, hopefully more fun. And uh, but know, pandemic was like, but oh, pandemic happened. Really? It's like, oh no, kid! <laughs> you know that like that one meme uh, where the black guy stops this white white dude from approaching the girl. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know <laughs> it's that. like, oh, pandemic, <laughs> COVID nineteen surge, uh, cases, cases, uh, case surge, uh, <laughs> stops me right there and there. Uh, thanks, thanks to twi- get that twenty twenty two is after a good start. What a f- Motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. I feel I feel like that time is gonna come back again, but by then we're just gonna get worried like, oh, when's the next thing gonna hit? We're learning a lot of new stuff about the virus as well. So that's true. Something. But like someone like like that's the thing, it's like there's that anxiety now, it's like you know there's that anxiety that unsure anxiety like, oh when's the next one gonna hit? And like it builds like this it's like a little stress for me at least, like, oh, is this like is this gonna be over, or is it gonna be like you know chill period before it hits hits us again? Yeah, it's going to be. But hey, you know, uh, hopefully by February it's gonna chill the fuck out. Hopefully, <laughs> uh, I'm optimistic that it will chill the fuck out at least. Uh, hopefully. hopefully by the end of January is like all right, you know what? It's bad right now, but February, March, hopefully do whatever you oh, want, fam. By summer, summer is here. Yeah. Because then I don't after want, summer, I, yeah, you can you can hit us again. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, being a student in in this pandemic is horrible. Mm. Actually, no, uh, think about imagine, it. Imagine like, yeah, it's, 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 like, I'm kind of thankful. Like we I, we graduated, I think, at the right time. Yeah, uh, we yeah we graduated 2019. Definitely. Uh, yep. <laughs> we were just kind of like, uh, like one year away. <laughs> We're a year away. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of weird, but yeah, I feel bad for those who don't have like you know access to internet like you and I, right? Oh yeah, because a, I think uh, everything right is now, virtual. I think with the pandemic, mm. yeah. Uh, sorry, go on. I think with the pandemic, it only like intensified what already is problems we have over here. Like, yeah, the education system is very, very broken, <laughs> especially now with like I'm not sure what the situation is now. But there are definitely students who can't afford like doing these online classes. Like they don't have access to things like we do. So you know, but so I, I do feel bad. Uh, I'm glad that I don't know. I don't know. It's it's really exacerbated by the chip shortage going on. So not only are gamers oh, yeah. not able to get their get their GPUs, they've been living oh. they've been living like you know they've been living like cavemen, kind of just going off <laughs> of their uh you know CPU because uh, CPUs have integrated like graphics cards, but they're not as powerful. So they're just living yeah, off of that, good. gaming off of that, 
like uh, <laughs> with no other choice and it's like because of these fucking crypto miners uh not just that but general you know chip shortage but you know mm. it, it, it's affecting a lot of the students as well they the, i bet the second hand market's just fucking bonkers <laughs> with how you know in demand computers are but i hope it you know it, I, I don't want to i don't want this episode to be too depressing so i always top it off with you know uh, you know like hey let's not be too doom and gloom uh yeah there's possibly maybe it'll get better you know it, one it, day it, i, I think this I have, year like there's only so much bad shit that'll happen right there's about like it's like you know like you 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 like uh you know you have a lot of tails you hit a lot of tails and eventually you'll get ahead right eventually you'll hit head and then hey it's a good thing you know like yeah hey i'm optimistic hopefully by summer you know we can enjoy the things we want to enjoy again yeah and oh i actually i actually remember this uh, one time where acer actually sold a laptop for like 2022 as like a promo Mm -hmm. honestly that would have been great if you know scalpers did not get a hold of that and actually Students <laughs> that need the thing actually got yeah, a hold of it, thing. but it it went by yeah. so quick. I wasn't able to get one as I wanted to get one as well. Uh, be, I wanted to make it as a Linux machine that I can take anywhere. Damn, yeah. I missed the opportunity. Now it's back to its normal price of nineteen thousand, which, which for Intel Core Intel Celeron Dual Core, by the way, that's criminal. That's a criminal price. That shit should be like fifteen or ten thousand pesos. There is no way, and in in this, there's no way you can justify dual core laptops, right? Dual core laptops with that weak spec to be that expensive. There's no way you can justify it. Maybe you know, maybe you can have an excuse. Oh, the chip shortage. But even then, <laughs> what the fuck? That's way too weak. You, I, you can't run like anything. I don't think you can run a modern game with it. Because there's no graphics card to it. But damn. Uh, it, well. it, it's running and Windows 11, it. surprisingly. For a, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. how? Okay. I wonder if it's going to run smoothly. But fuck. I want that hardware and I want to run Linux in it. That's, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. Pandemic, pandemic, uh, hitting everyone hard. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, uh, have you been watching anime lately? Of course, I mean, it's like the only thing. Because <laughs> I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Like ever since yeah, like November, December. It's fine. Early Unlike December, you, like, I wasn't. I wasn't watching I'm, much anime. Few... I did watch Komi-san yeah, though. I did watch Komi-san. Oh yeah, that happened. I have a friend who was never into that, got so addicted to it. It's surprising, isn't it? <laughs> like it's surprise. It even surprised me when he started talking about it. Like, what? what? <laughs> you read all of it? Well, you just bl- blazed through it. I mean, I did too. I was kind of yeah, waiting like... for it. Uh, you know, I was kind of waiting for the chapters to kind of, uh, you know, to have. I was waiting for more chapters. I was waiting for it to finish. But then I realized it's probably gonna take it's a while before that it's happens. Pro- it's gonna take a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I might as well just get into the, you know, get into the hype. You know, get into the hype train. And I did. I blazed yeah. through 300 chapters and it was fucking amazing. I didn't. I, I just watched it. 
Uh, the anime is amazing, like, surprisingly. I thought they were going to go yeah, too anime far. Is actually, but fuck. Look at all that. They're like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, there are actually moments like, oh, there's like. Where even the calmer scenes look so good. Yeah, I mean, there's like moments in the anime where even like the chill scenes just look good. The anime just looks really good. And you know. It's a fun anime to watch. It was probably one of my favorite of last year's as well. Yeah, uh, I wish we could. You know, I wish we could make like a three by three of the anime we watch, but I don't think I have enough for a three by three. I I watched a few. So. I think I'm. Did I mention that I I I am watching uh, you know yo yo mushy pedal? I don't think I yeah, mentioned it before. But I think I don't think I mentioned it before. But I fucking love yo mushy pedal. Mm. Even though it's oh, yeah, the, the only problem I have with it, like you learn some new stuff. Yeah, the only problem I have with it is that it drags on way too long. Like, is it? I mean, it's a slice of life stuff, right? Yeah, no, it's it's racing. So it's a sports uh, anime. It's a sports anime. So all the tropes of sports anime. So it's like fifteen kilometers feels like feels like they feels like a hundred with how long it is. <laughs> like you could blaze through. Like five episodes, and they still haven't done that fifteen kilometers <laughs> to the finish line. It's crazy. But other than that, it's actually really nice. The characters are great. I do recommend it if you, you know, if even if you aren't into cycling, right? It's just hype as fuck. It's just a fun anime. Right. Uh, it it actually inspired me to get a you know a to want a road bike. I want a road bike now. Fuck. Or at least a gravel bike. Uh, so I could yeah, actually go for like off road if I need to, because it's not always going to be asphalt. So I think a gravel bike would be you know the more flexible, convenient, yeah, the more yeah. flexible choice. Yeah, I'm actually reading more for manga me, yeah. than anime mm. these days. Yeah, for me, yeah, same. I did not like. I think for, for the early start of like twenty 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 one, I like I watched a lot by by May. I stopped. Like the last anime I remember binging for the for that year was like Sal. That's it. And after that, I didn't binge anything. Oh damn! Which is fine. Uh, I, I, I stopped around. Actually, even I wasn't binging. You were just like you know, you're just watching casually. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I I kind of stopped around. Uh, I kind of stopped. Yeah, pretty much around the same time as well. Uh, but even <laughs> then, I was like watching like one or two per season, and even then, I'm not finishing them. Even yeah, though I, it was I, part I was... of my resolution, like okay, I'm gonna watch more anime. I'm gonna watch more anime. But it feels like reading a book. You know that same commitment you get. Like you know that same like feeling you get like ah, I don't want to start in this book it's kind of a commitment I don't have the time but yet I have a lot of time for CRPGs though so kind of weird yeah it's like <laughs> I don't know for me like I like recently I managed to binge an anime but like I wa- I watched it on the course of like one week like I watched like six episodes this today the next day six six it, like i can't sit down and watch a full series like back then i could watch an entire 25 episode anime in two days that's uh, uh that's oh, we are in the with... anime veteran phase now <laughs> yeah. we're anime we're we veterans now 
We don't have any, yep. we don't have time to watch anime anymore. We can't do that. We can't <laughs> do what we used to. Which I is fine. I think at some point, you know, things change and like there's a lot thing. There's a lot more things on your mind than you yeah. than before. It's just hard. Yeah. I I did read in this one book that you know if you want you know if you want success you really gotta start quitting things you know like you gotta start uh kind of optimizing things like if you don't if you don't want to do this like if if you have this one goal and you have these secondary stuff like you know I think it's time to let them go if you feel like they're not worth pursuing anymore mm. so you can have more time with that you know for that one goal that you want. So it's like, uh, you know, because uh, at the end of the day, time is very limited, right? Mm. You only have 24 hours oh, yeah, in the yeah. day. True. It's like so limiting now. But, you know, I'm comfortable with the pace I'm going. I'm like, I'm not like crazy. Like, oh, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this next. Oh, then. So like, it's either I binge an anime for like, an entire week or I just watch the weekly ones. That's the only anime I watch at this point anyway. Weekly ones. I'm actually reading a lot of uh, uh, you know office romance anime. Yeah, uh, no, not sure. anime but manga. I'm actually reading mm-hmm. a lot of it. Uh, yeah, it's like it's my favorite genre now. I don't know why. I, f- I feel like a I feel like some sort of like I, I feel like a you know like one of those uh and usually, it's uh, the main audience is like girls in their like twenties, right? <laughs> yet, yeah. yet it's yet yet I I'm into it. I don't know <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm into it. So yeah, right now funny. I'm reading Aseto Second. I don't know I don't know what the actually hold up. Let me just look up the English translation of it. Aseto Second. Sweat and soap. Yeah. Oh. It's sweet as oh, hell. Oh yeah, I think I heard about that. Sweet as hell. Like, I love it's it. Getting, it's getting, it's getting a, like a live TV adaptation now. Yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I watched the Walter Koi live action. I don't feel it. I don't think it was really good. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I've se- I, I've watched enough. <laughs> I think I've seen it. I've seen. I think I've seen enough. You know, like the Komi-san yeah. live action. I don't think it's really good. But you know, I'm uh, glad that they're making it. Anime. I'm glad they're making it. I'm glad they're trying. But it's just not for me. Yeah. I mean, like, the only live adaptation of anything I actually like had to be, like, the Roroni Kenshin movies. Because <laughs> they were, were, like... I heard that was a real you know. hit, actually. Yeah, it's really good. Like, the Roroni Kenshin movies. Like, Damn. Talk- yeah. But other, like, live-action Japanese manga, they're just as bad as Hollywood. Let's be... Let's be... Let's... <laughs> Let's let's be honest about that. They're ju- the adaptations Japan does of their own of mangas and anime. They're just as bad sometimes. Yeah, like we meme a lot about Netflix adaptations, and rightfully so. But you know, rightfully like, so. Don't act like oh, you know, like oh, live adaptations of Japan are better. Nah, they're just as yep. trashy. <laughs> they're just as trashy. There's just as. There's just they just yeah, basically that. It's, it really takes they're a lot to good. get it right. And I get that. Yep. It really takes a lot to get it right. You can't just, you know, have people d- cosplaying as the characters and call it a day. There, you, there's really something to it that you really have to nail. Yeah, to nail. I think it's because it's hard. Like, manga and... 
manga just like from a visual perspective is just it's a is always meant to be visually appealing like it's so over the top but at the same time there's like an appeal to it visually that's just hard to translate in live action because it's just gonna look so weird that's why you know anime is such like you know anime adaptations of manga just managed to do that they captured it more better than live action but bro that but bro you know like death note that's like so so bad it's good kind of thing i i like i like i i found the high school bits cringy (laughs) all of it Uh the only part i like willem dafoe why was the highlight of that the high school bits i just do not like I like when I saw light like reading it in like a high school gymnasium. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's not, he's that's supposed to be in his room, in right? He was supposed to be like in his. No, he's supposed to be in secret. Yeah, like even in school, he has like a mechanism that allows him to hide it so people won't like find it. Fuck, I, I didn't read the movie. I didn't read like... the series. I didn't. I didn't watch the series, and I only watched like six episodes of it because I kind of got. You bored. gotta dabble into it. I gotta, I gotta yeah, look back know, into. The, it. I gotta watch that again, actually. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe you weren't in the right like. Maybe I'm not in the right to... age to you know enjoy it yet. Maybe if I yeah. watch it now, I'm like, oh, that's really nice, isn't it? <laughs> really odd. Mm. I I often do that. Like maybe there's series I overlooked the first time because I was not in the right mindset to get into it. I, I mean, I experienced that with games. Right, so you know, going back to G Day Center, you know, to like the G Day games, I have like, you know, like, oh, I didn't get this the first time, so I'm like, huh, like there, you you gain like this new perspective on the, you know, like the story and the other stuff, right? The things that sail over your head when you were like a teenager or a kid, which is kind of weird because you're not supposed to play it when you're a kid, yet everyone's like, this is my childhood game. <laughs> <laughs> So yet, you know, so a lot of things like when you're a kid, you know, it's like flies over your head, rightfully so, as it should, because it's just too, you know, it's adult. So yeah, it's, it's just, it, yeah. I experience that a lot with games, you know, especially with the ones that I used to play, like mm-hmm. uh, let's say like Medal of Honor, like European Assault kind of thing. Oh, I love European Assault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, it had, I think it had like you know the Russian front, I think it had the African front as well. So I didn't know that I didn't know the context of that history <laughs> until you know you until after it. afterwards like years after I was like into like the World War Two uh, history stuff so I was like oh this was the, oh yeah there was like a, there was the African Front right the Ger- German Germany was trying to kind of uh, you know kind of stir up some stir up shit in Africa and it's like you know there there were you know there were there were people there who were trying to rebel against the Germans, you know, and mm. stuff like that. It was you like did, just didn't you just didn't understand it. You just didn't understand it. I was like, hey, I see bad guy, shoot! Oh, I gotta do this objective. Where are we? Bam! Bomb this, this bomb this place. Germany is very hot. <laughs> Plant this charges. Plant those charges. Shoot those guys. Take out that sniper. Take out that thing. Bam! 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 Boom! Mission complete. On to the Russian front now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like European Assault. Like, I got the War Chest one. Like, I had the DLC. Oh, sorry. The European Assault one was in PS. Was a console kind of exclusive kind of thing. So you must mean yeah, but, the uh, you know the Pacific uh, something. No, no, no. 
what 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 medal of honor was the one of honor uh no 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 allied fuck allied assault yeah allied assault there we go uh but yeah i got that one i played like the dlc one yeah the, from the war chest edition. i wish i played that when i was a kid man but my first ever kind of world war Two shooter was world at mm. war <laughs> oh. call of duty world at war yeah I, and also european point, technically medal of honor as well mm. uh it's just a shame because you know when when i was a kid i i wanted to play pacific uh pacific assault uh, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you know that, uh, but it was uh, it was the game where it featured. I think, I, yeah, it was the game that where it featured the Philippines as like the second level. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacific, is that? It, it is Pacific Assault. Alright. I heard it wasn't very good, but you know, honestly, just you know, like that section where you have to defend the defend the ship from you know the Japanese zeros flying in and you're using a turret to kind of do that and it's really honest it was a nice set piece for something that was like released in like 2000s right in the 2000s right and then you're next thing you know you're like in like uh you're in the philippines you know just stabbing you know stabbing and shooting like these japanese like guys who are creeping from like hut to hut Mm -hmm. it's like it's honestly fucking amazing yeah and now you know video games look so looks i don't know vanguard like that ever since with the new modern warfare i feel like every single modern warfare game is just gonna look like modern warfare 2019 they're trying to recapture the magic but they just cannot they drop the ball every single time i heard vanguard was not it's not good 2019 was good but vanguard was yeah, it's fine to tune out modern, you know, modern, uh, modern installments of Battlefield and Call of Duty. I wouldn't blame anyone for doing that, right? For just tuning them out and just playing all the old, all <laughs> playing all the old shit. Mm. I can't blame them. It's because the old shit is pretty good, and the new yeah. shit is they're classics. Eh, eh. meh. <laughs> yeah, I think after a certain point. <laughs> I, that's the thing about this title of like very massive titles like at at a certain point the the fact people can see that they're milking it it's just it just it begins to lose its charm oh and it's like it's eh. like after a while it's like they're running out of it's like they're it's like something it's something i guess it's like the shift the the constant shift in manpower right the the constant shift of the constant like uh people coming and going you know the the direction of the game is just sometimes kind of like you know it's like a drunk person right <laughs> it's like stumbling uh, yeah it, trying it kind to of feels that trying to be point. better or trying to recapture the magic of the old titles or trying to be better than it but it's just falling short yeah it's either they don't they neither understood what got it popular in the first place or they or it's a different people are handling it yeah, they wanted to, you know, uh, I think with Vanguard, they wanted to make, like, uh, you know, like, characters you root for, but I think they fell short in that department. <laughs> yeah, uh, at some point, it's just, eh, who I cares? Mean, They're just going to make man, a new one by AAA the next year The last game anyway. that I played was, like, Cyberpunk 2077, I think. Ooh, yes. 
can I call Mafia Definitive Edition AAA? I think it was just double A. Who even no, cares what A it is? It's, 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 it's a there. banger. It's up there. Yeah, it's Who even cares there. what A it is? It's a banger. I love it. Yep. I, I always want to try Mafia 3, but there's nothing on Steam. It's not on Steam. No, it, yeah, it is, I think. It is on Steam. No, it's not. It's not. It's not really? Steam. The hell? Yep. What the hell happened? Uh, does it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I do recommend Mafia 1, though. If you can get the classic one, but if you, if you can get past its intricacies and its shortcomings, it's a pretty good game, honestly. It tries it really captures that, you know, that era, you know, that depression, that you know, that Amer- uh, depression era uh, vibe to it. And also, the you know, the definitive the the, the, <laughs> the definitive edition is surprisingly fucking good. Uh, the the gameplay is honestly uh the gameplay is solid as hell. But you know, it gets repetitive, you know, just uh, shoot this, drive here, <laughs> do this. <laughs> but hey, it's kinda, cool. It's like you're living out like the Godfather or something. I I thought it was gonna be like GDA kinda like kinda thing where it's like once the mission is done they let you go and do your own thing. Maybe have a side quest. But no. It's like it just moves on to the next mission. It just moves on to the next chapter. It's very, yeah, the pacing is so the pacing is too fast. Yeah, the pacing is often very very quick. Uh, it's like whoa, okay. Uh, I guess the, we have no room to you know fool around now. a little bit. You know, like maybe do some side quests. You know, some side stuff. Oh no, okay. We're just gonna go straight to the to, straight to the point. Now, okay, okay. Like, years later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. All right. I, I I guess I guess I'm a you know I guess I'm a soldier for the mafia now. Okay, okay. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, it, it does not linger. It does not linger. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. It does not waste your time. So if you want something quick, I, I got like 12 hours out of Mafia Definitive Edition. And you already finished it? Yeah, I finished it. I got 12 hours out of it, which is criminally short. And even then, in those 12 hours, I was like trying out the free roam. But even then, there's not much to the free roam. Unless you love driving around it. I mean, it, it's comfy to drive around the city. It's a mood, right? But other than that, there's not much to it. There's there's a side quest that you have to look for in certain areas. But other than that, uh, the campaign is really where it's at. Hello? Uh, right. Uh, you zone. Did you zone yeah. out? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's get this back on track. Like, I am zoning out now. Uh, like, I'm not focusing anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, since you're the one who started it, you're going to do the outro now. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, let's cut that out. <laughs> So, yeah, anyway, you know, video games and stuff like that. You know, they're very fun. Like, you know. Obviously. <laughs> like, 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 back then, I used to, oh, I feel like they're a waste of time. Video oh. games? Oh, what a bunch Some of children. children. <laughs> I'm but too now, good for that. Know, I'm too I'm busy watching uh, movies. Cultured movies. Oh. Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know. I, but for now, yeah, I do for that break thing. Yeah, I need a break from Dark Souls. Like, I'm consuming too much. Why don't of you it. try other games then? 
other non yeah, Souls trying. games. Like yeah, Stardew Valley. On the market for At least that's what I always recommend when it comes to comfy games that what? will not stress you out. It's like Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm in the market for some other games for the meantime. But for now, I might just, like, not play a game at all. Oh, that's like, cool. I, uh, I really want to reduce my game time as well. Yeah, yeah uh, I see I, you online on Steam like every other day. Aaron, uh, Aaron has uh, achieved this, this, and that. Aaron is playing. Uh, oh, he's playing Mafia again. He's playing this. He's playing this. Yeah. Has achieved this. Uh, I'm sorry. I yeah, got way too you know. much on my. I got way too much free time. I guess. Yeah, but you know, it's fine. I'm finally free from the shackles of Jay San Andreas. Time, the... Oh, sorry, you were saying. But yeah, but you know, we do what we must during these tough times. You know, we're coping with it as much as we can. Yeah, people but, cope know. in different ways. Uh, yep. Me, I, I, I don't know. It's like you know the gang war side quest in GTA San Andreas, mm-hmm. where you have to, you know, like, uh, where you take over the territories around Los Santos. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That that tickles my, you know, that tickles my autism because <laughs> it's so satisfying to see like. All the map is all green, like that means you've taken over like this area. It now belongs to Grove Street families. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's so satisfying to see the entirety of Los Santos like green, like ah, oh, damn, so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, so you know, I I really want to reduce the time I spend video games and just go for something Focus more important. On other time. Yeah, proact- something more proactive. Yeah, something productive, you know, some like side projects and stuff. Yeah, I understand that, but you know, no harm, no foul. Yeah, at the end of it. Yeah. So you so got anyways, any more plans for twenty twenty two? Some other plans for twenty. Hopefully, I don't know. We do want to like visit family again. Like we only went like December, but this time we want to do cut it short the summer. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, but you know, we plan hopefully by summer. I don't know. Hopefully, it like it reduces a bit that we can finally like travel again. I do want to see family because like, oh, that's wholesome. You know, when we went, yeah, that's real wholesome. Other than that, you know, that's like one of my biggest goals for this year. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, get family, like meet family again. Uh, How about you? Mostly, uh, I don't know. It's like mostly research and developing. And making hopefully I can develop an actual app that people can use this year, but I'm not too you know I'm not too you know uh, I guess I'm not too set in stone for that. Uh, mm. But I got some existing projects uh, that I'm working on, to, you know, because you know I'm I'm a software developer uh, by trade, yeah. and yeah. not just by trade, but you know, like I do it for fun, my passion. I do it for fun. You know, it's nice. It's nice having stuff like that. Like, you know, I really recommend for people, you know, have something like hold on to for the rest of the year. It's like it's a nice coping mechanism. Yeah, and you know, have something to hold on to for the rest of the year. Be it as have it be as petty as you want, like a movie or a game or a food that you want. Like, you know, it's it's gonna get hard. So you know, it's important to like you know have something to hold on to. I mean, be, if you if you're broke, right? If you're broke and you can't afford like, uh, you know, like, uh, a subscription to some course, uh, site, right? Mm-hmm. We're not sponsored or anything. 
but we're not sponsored. And we're not sponsored. And to prove that we're not sponsored, well, if you can't afford those, well, let's just say that uh, you know, sailing the high seas uh, is an option. Uh, a lot of courses end up in those sites, and uh, if you're interested in something, uh, in my case, I am interested in Tailwind uh, CSS. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a way to design stuff. Uh, I couldn't afford, you know, I I can't, I can't afford courses. To be honest, <laughs> it's all too expensive. So I had yeah. to, you know, like find a way to find a way learn find advertising stuff to get, you know, <laughs> courses about yeah, what I wanted that. to learn. <laughs> I also got some yeah. courses regarding electronics, so I'm really wa- I, I'm really excited to get into that. But at the same time, uh, I feel like I'm getting into way too many things, so I kind of I have to stop some of those. <laughs> like I I put a limit to myself. Like okay, I can only get into like two things, right? I can only get into like two or three things. So I chose like okay, I'm gonna forego some of these. I'm not going to you know like completely abandon them. But yeah. they will have to go in the back burner for now while I focus on this one <laughs> thing. And in this case, this yep. app I'm working on uh, that's been going on since 2019. And I, I'm just working on it on and off. And I feel like it's about time that I put it in a state where I can safely release it. Because I, I it was supposed to be like mid-2021 that I, that I release it. But I didn't. Mm. <laughs> I was still testing it. And thankfully, uh, the testing phase, which is the entirety of 2021, paid off. So I found a lot of bugs in the app I'm working <laughs> on. Uh, turns out it breaks when there's a new year coming out. Oh, shit. <laughs> when the new year comes out, right? Because it's a budgeting app, right? So, you know, it, it shows you, like, what you say, what you spent, what you saved, uh, you know, the, in the entire year. But when 2022 hit, it just broke. When 2022 hit, it's just not showing it correctly. Uh, there's a lot of things that were going wrong with it, so I had to fix it. I did fix it, but there's still quite a lot to go. So, yeah, I gotta say, I, I'm glad that I was very, I don't know, I wasn't very move fast and break things with it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like like that, side projects and stuff, so, you know. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm not trying to be a therapist or something, but you know, uh, yes. it's nice to have uh, things. Doctor Jess, uh, please. Doctor Jess, I am. I I need some. Uh, <laughs> I am feeling very anxious. <laughs> That's fine. Everything you're thinking about, it's gonna happen. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the world but, yeah. will end at twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. That thing you're worrying about, yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood. So yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been fun. It is after the three month hiatus, we're still trying to like get back in the groove of things. But hopefully, this start of something good. Expect so, more uh, videos, hopefully, for yeah, this yeah, channel hopefully. and rip from the textbooks. Rip from the textbooks. We have yeah, big so plans hopefully... for that. Uh, for that channel. Yep. As well. So, uh, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, Hope to see you next time. And uh, stay safe. Bye. Bye.